The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and co-host Deirdre Serego, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Before we get started, you can, if you're in the chat room, uh, hello everybody in the chat room. You can hit the ITV button at the top of your computer. You can see us like live, and unless you're going to watch us on Roku Television. And before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. I really hate this part of the show. I know you do, that but... You introduce me like I came out of the moon. Like out of nowhere, <laughs> I appear. I mean, I'm here every friggin' week. I know. Boring. So boring everybody with my junk. That's okay. This week, kids, I have nothing to tell you. Because I've been under the weather. I've been sick as a dog for the last three weeks. So Jimmy and I have had to cancel so many wonderful things to go to that I could have shared with you today. But I don't. I can share doctor visits with you. That's really exciting. And I could share my health with you. That's even more exciting. Don't we always love that when we see elderly people headed towards us saying, my You're not elderly, you're 50. I know I'm 50, <laughs> but that's elderly. 50, 50 years old. Is I'm going to be 50 in like three weeks. Yes, and that's the gateway to senility. Oh, for everybody who's listening too and you want to send gifts, my birthday is October 15th. <laughs> yes, and, and cash only. Cash only, please. Cash only. And nothing under a hundred dollar bill please no seriously um i am being serious no seriously <laughs> stop it that's not nice he's not really he doesn't really mean that folks also but, i've been under the weather too i have just a flu thing going on and so i've been coughing i've been taking medication so hopefully we don't cough too much during the show right and uh, we're happy to have everybody here chat room hello everybody what's up and we forgot to introduce like the most important person Who's that, Chad? Yeah. I'm Chad's important. Chad. See, Chad, you're like me. About? you got to be introduced. You know, you're there. You're there all the time. Right. Why do we have to introduce so you? So, everybody, it's he loves Chad us. Murphy. What's going Yay. on, Jimbo? Chad what's going on, Ronnie boy? And what's going on to all you Jimmy Star fans? The most boring life I've ever had has been these last couple of weeks. Why? Um, uh, last week, we talked about how we were in New York City, the car no, that was, yeah, that, and then that I, was just a week ago. So just last week. You well, only had one week. That's well, been for a me, little it bit seems slow. like years because I like fun every he doesn't, day. He doesn't wow. like to sit around for like no, two seconds, Chad. He won't sit around. Literally, if it's like three minutes, he like has a heart attack. All that's right. right. Well, good. I have to up it up and go. Good. But um, seriously, I want to warn people out there, uh, this virus that I've uh, met. <laughs> I thank you very much. Now blow your nose. Anyway, <laughs> this virus that I've got in my neck, it's in my, what is it in my? my it's your thyroid. My thyroid. I have an infection in my thyroid. I've had it for some time now. It's been many weeks and I didn't know what it was. I was feeling weak and dizzy and a little nuttier than I normally am. I had difficulty talking and finding words, confusion. 
my eyebrows fell out on the ends and my hair started to fall out and I didn't know what it was. I lost 21 pounds and all my muscles gave way in my body. He still looks hot. I can't lift a fork. Anyway, finally, after 9,000 stupid doctors, I mean, when Fran Drescher of the nanny had cancer of the uterus and no one said she did, she went to a million doctors to find out that she really had cancer of the uterus and she wrote a book about it, Cancer Schmancer. Get it, it's a good book. Getting back to me. Finally, I went to Penn, which is one of the best hospitals in Philadelphia, and the doctor I got was wonderful. And he found what it was, and now I'm going to be treated for it on Friday. My hair will grow back. My eyebrows will grow back. My muscles will come back. I will gain the 21 pounds that I lost, and I'll be well. So please, anyone out there that has these symptoms, don't think it goes away. It gets progressively worse. Go to the doctor and immediately act like a doctor and say, listen, stupid doctor, do you think I have a thyroid problem? Actually, in the chat room, they're saying they all have been to stupid doctors. Well, most doctors are stupid. We know that. 30, 40 years ago, doctor was a doctor because it was his passion. Today, a doctor is a doctor so he could have a Bentley and a, and a yacht. I mean, we know, we know all of that. But anyway, you have to be your own doctor. So if you have any of those symptoms, don't rub it off as it's a flu or a bad cold, as I did. I was stupid. I, I let it go for too many weeks. And now I'm exhausted. So anyway, that's my exciting week. And I'm sorry to burden you with it, but I hope I can help somebody out there. In the meantime, he's working on it. My flu is getting better. And we want to wish a very special happy birthday today to International Nova. That's right. He's a great guy. We love him. Um, so you guys should follow International Nova. He's got an album, Point of No Return, out right now through the Spectrum Music Group. And uh, follow him on Twitter, at NovaBXPrince. We had him on the show a couple weeks ago. Today's his birthday. He's awesome. And uh, we want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. Hello, 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 everybody. And um, your, your best friend, Dave, from Stars Now UK, says the only virus that you have is sitting next to you. So I guess he's referring to oh, me. Dave, <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> no, Dave, let me tell you something. I'm so fortunate fortunate to have Jimmy Starr in my life. Believe me. I've had a, I had He's one, laughing. I had a dog before him. I had a real jerk off before him. A guy that was worthless and stupid and tortured me. Now I have the real McCoy. Um, and I go with him to all his appointments. Yeah, Jimmy's great. I was going to say, oh yes, I want to wish a very happy birthday to my sweet wonderful Sophia Loren. She will be 79 years old September 28th. So if you all want to write something to her, please do. There you go. And send her a happy birthday because I love the woman. She's a lovely, lovely person. And everybody in the chat room, too, is saying, like, they keep, keep the, well, they say, keep the flu to yourself and they hope we get better. Cindy well, Lady Lake, what's up? Well, excuse me. You can't get the <laughs> flu through the friggin' microphone. Get, give me a break, folks. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not 3D voice. <laughs> is there such a thing as a 3D voice? I don't know. Problem. I don't know. When it echoes, I guess that's not really 3D. No. I don't know. No. Chad, is there such a thing as a 3D voice? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you there it is. Chad, you, you got like the damn, you got like the greatest voice ever. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, that's why he should be a radio announcer. He is. <laughs> of course, that's the joke. Chad, please tell uh, our audience what you told me off microphone. I can't remember. What was it? About the acetane and all the other jokes. Acetane. <laughs> what is it called? Well, <laughs> aspartame. Well, I think sickness is evolved. It's basically basically just toxicity and deficiency. That's uh, toxicity of the body and deficiency to fight it. So uh, I was trying to tell you to lay off your aspartame and see if you get better because I've just seen nonstop people over and over. They have these coughs they come with, and I'm like, you drinking aspartame? They're like, yeah. So I, I recommend dropping the aspartame. See what we can do with that. 
So tell people what aspartame is. So it's, in basically, case they don't know. it's basically a replacement for sugar that doesn't have calories. Um, I can't recall what they first were trying to use it for, but somebody stuck their finger in it was sweet, and they started putting in drinks and stuff. I guess, guess it was passed by a Rumsfield, who used to uh, run our military. I guess that was the guy who really got it pushed through the aspartame. But part. it's in everything, no matter what you yeah. buy. Has Chewing gum, soda. So what do you do? What sure. do you do? Grow a garden in the winter? If it says diet, most likely it has aspartame. So, as far as I can see, I'd say. Ronnie, get rid of the aspartame, and uh, we'll get you. Don't you don't drink we'll soda at all, though, no. do you, Chad? No, no sir. I haven't been sick in about three or four years now. That's funny. So, Chad, sure. tell us, like, what kind of things do you drink besides water? Because I can't drink water all I the time. Drink I or- love water. organic juices, uh, green teas, and water for backup. Okay. I drink tons of green tea. I won't drink juices because they upset my stomach. Okay. Um, now, as far as I said acetone, I made an error. Aspartame. Acetone for aspartame. all of you out there. <laughs> Hopefully no, you're not, not drinking it. No, no. Acetone is acetone. the nail polish remover oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to use if you're taking color off of a fake nail. <laughs> so it won't melt the nail. Yeah. Now, Don't drink that. Very Don't drink that either. That's totally butchered. We want, we want to give a shout. We want to give a shout out too to Ken Pettigrew from the Ken Pettigrew Pettigrew. Show. What's up, Ken? Ken Pettigrew shows on KenPettigrew.com Thursday nights at uh, 8 p.m. Pacific time. And that had you like that long uh because I couldn't think of it. I was having my Ron moment. Well, I'm 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 still upset with Ken (laughs) because I've offered to come on his show so many times. What a jerk! And he's and he's never had me on his show. I think he's afraid to have me on his show because I might say things. That will kick kick him off the air. We may be kicked off the air next week. I don't know. <laughs> so we didn't hanging. have a real exciting weekend, but we're always having exciting times anyway because we're always doing con- tons of cool stuff. And uh, and we've been watching a lot of stuff on our Roku, everybody, for all of you who uh, don't have Roku. Roku, you need to get it. If your TV doesn't have it, go out and buy one. Uh, our shows are going to be released very, very shortly. Our last week's show, we just watched it. came out really good. But if you notice, I'm trying to sit up straighter because when you guys see it, I, scr- I slouch a little and I look like I'm short and fat. No, he looks like a meatball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a round meatball. Like no arms, no limbs, no neck. Even the, we, have a a brand new, we have a, a fabulous new camera lady to name named Carrie Ann, I think. Carrie Ann. Hi, Carrie. And she's uh, everybody says hi, and uh, so so. Uh, I suspect she's a relative of Glenn's because she has Glenn's smile. No, she mm. just no, she's not. Doesn't she look like she could be Glenn's sister? You should have seen smile? Glenn today when he came in too, all dressed up with his hat and everything. He looked okay. really good. But anyway, she's motioning me to hold my shoulders back. Yeah, you have to sit up straight. You know, for all of you in the chat room, I bet you're not all sitting up straight, but I'm working on it. So there you go. <laughs> now I have a little bit of news that I've been telling you about. I'm going to call my buddy Lainey Kazan next week and I'm going to ask Lainey when they start to shoot my big fat Greek wedding too where she plays the mother would she Skype us from the studio where they're filming and give us all the inside dirt on that movie as they're filming it and uh, you know and I want to play one of Lainey Kazan's song because she has the most beautiful voice in the world she was better than Barbara Streisand believe it or not when she and Barbara were in the same uh musical funny girl the press wrote that barbara streisand tries to hit the notes that laney kazan does so easily so that's how i love it laney she's my dearest friend there you go give a little plug to a friend absolutely we love laney kazan we saw her a couple weeks ago yeah she's she's the bestest the bestest oh the bestest what other words do you make up no i didn't make that up jane russell and i had a private word it was bestest okay and when jane signed things she always signed it bestest jane 
and I would sign it Bestest Run. Okay. That was our private. Chad, do you have any like private words that you use? <clears throat> I use asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Excellent. That's a beautiful comeback. I you love betcha. it. Totally, Chad, totally. Been hanging around Chad Ron. is healthy. He's witty. He's got a great voice <laughs> totally. and a body to die for, you right. guys. Like, we got it made with our, oh, like, engineer. Sure. I mean, he is just, that was the best comeback I've too heard much, in centuries. Too much. Maybe it was like a Joan Rivers comeback. All right, back to the show now, fellas. Okay, back to the show. Oh, he, even directs, he directs too. Do you love it? <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't like it when we, like, talk about, like, him. And he, doesn't, <laughs> and he doesn't get paid for directing either. Oh, yeah, I do. He gets just paid. not enough. He just doesn't get paid oh, enough. I thought you right. just got pay, paid for soundboard. He gets paid for being awesome, right, Chad? Well, You're... let's tell that dingbat, that <laughs> ding person, that the pipe man, that somebody should stick a pipe up his butt and wake him up, that he's got the best guy in the world in his studio. It's in the suggestion box. It's in the suggestion box. And he best, he best give you a raise now that he's got 9,000 networks and he's making a fortune of money. <laughs> Oh, He's like King Midas. Which He's all sh- over the place. Which we should do now while, while we're... While w- we- W4CY. Oh, listen to that. Yeah, he got, it. He got oh, it right, Chad. Nice. I'm, I'm, my thyroid's clearing up. <laughs> and my confusion's coming back. Happens to be the number one radio station in the world, okay? And we were the number one show on that network. And we're so grateful to, I guess I have to say it, to Dean. <laughs> Kills me to say it. For his, for his you know, keep, keeping us on the air. And making us as famous as Which, we instead are. Which, of, instead of doing this at the end of the show, I'm going to do this, like, now. No, I just thought it was nice to talk no, about. No, no, no. You know why, Jimmy? Because we're always talking about Roku and the television show. And I don't want people to think that we forgot where we came from. We're not forgetting where we and came we'll from. And ne- we'll never abandon, leave where we came from. Here's, it, here's what we do. I, I do this every week. I'm going to do it at the beginning of the show this time instead of the end of the show, everybody. So, here at the Jimmy Star Show... We want to thank all of our radio syndicates, starting off with our home station, W4CY.com, who has the best, the, grest, the, grest. the best engineer in the world, Mr. Chad Murphy. Yay! Hey, everybody. Look at my grass. There you go. That's right. Yeah. Then we want to thank WROM Radio in Detroit, Planet Radio Network in New York, L.A., Ontario, and Canada, Monster FM Radio in New York, WBAD.net in Washington, D.C., Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, the 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska. We are now on K4HD Radio in Los Angeles. And you can also hear us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. And then we want to thank our television so- uh, syndicates, LGBTQ TV and Roku Television. And soon, you guys, we're also going to be on Apple and Google TV. So if you have an Apple uh, Apple TV, Google TV, or Roku, you'll be able to see us on all. And we want to give a shout-out to Nathan. I'm, I'm out of breath. Okay. Just watching him. <laughs> you know, we're like, we are like the shit that hit the fan. We're all over. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. We are really amazing. You don't have to worry about cl- cl- clipping that one out. <laughs> no. Oh, did I say a nasty word? Yes. Like, oh, no one out there shits? No one shits. <laughs> yeah, like Marilyn Monroe never peed or shit. Some edit, idiot told edit, me that once. Edit. I did. I spoke to this guy. He said, she doesn't do that. I said, are you for real? Are you insane or what? Marilyn Monroe was a girl, a woman. She does everything women do. Well, she doesn't do that. I said, why? He said, because she's a goddess. I said, you need to put, to take off that white gown and those high heels, I told him, and the platinum wig. You're not Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> and he never spoke to me again. Yeah, see, that was where it was. That's where it went bad. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, everybody does those things. <laughs> I mean, now they're advertising toilet paper without the cardboard roll in the middle. Now, 
that's saving money for them. They didn't say we're going to take 30 cents off the roll of toilet paper for you. So now they're taking out the center part. <laughs> what does that do, though? Excuse me. To save money so that when you put it on, it's going to go oval. And when you try to pull the paper, it's going to break. So don't buy that stupid thing without a cardboard roll. I mean, how nitty gritty can we get? I like that. I like to have that part. What, the middle? What? Because well, otherwise, how are you going to put it on the toilet roll thing? It'll still, oh, Jimmy, the roll has a hole in it. I know it has a hole in it, but, but like. But it, it, it's made, I guess the last. But it won't be firm. That's my point. It'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll become oval, <laughs> and if you pull the paper, it'll go. I don't like that. Well, you'll have sticky fingers. I don't like that at all. So, Chad, let's see if we can call our first guest, and I hope this is going to work, everybody. We're going to be calling Joseph Cross, you guys. Um, he's a great, great actor. You know him from all his many movies. The minute movies. you see him, you'll know him. And hopefully this is all going to work out okay. Let's see how it goes. Rock yeah, and roll, Chad. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. Mm, hope and pray. <laughs> the Eskimo way. Yes. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but here we go. In the meantime, everybody, you guys can check out Joseph Cross. I'm actually in a film with him. Yay. <laughs> Hey, I don't Jimbo. Know if it ever got released. Jimbo, huh? it says if you call, uh, your current call will be put on hold, so we don't want to do that. It'll um, put you on hold, and I don't know how maybe to combine. How about we do this? Why don't we play a music video? Roger. And then as we play the music video, hang up with me and call him, and then I'll call you. Okay. And, and while you're playing the music video, I can go get something to drink. Oh, and let's geez. do uh, Tony Terry's All I Need, everybody. This is uh, R&B recording artist Tony Terry. This is his latest single, All I Need. And I love this song. Here we go. You ready, Chad? There you go, baby. I'll be honest, I can't lie, you're all I need in my life. My heart inside never felt so right. If this is wrong, I don't want to be right. I think of you all the time. Girl, you're always on my mind. Not a moment of the day goes by when I don't wish you were by my side. You came along and eased my pain. Girl, you know you Cause most my love's been hit on me commitment's what I was searching for I needed someone to give me more You're the foreground to my background Baby, I won't let you down Because of you, I have no life I thank God that you're my wife You came out my life And my pain Girl, you know you made me All I can Love, that's love, it completes me. 
time. Uh, hey, what's up? How are we, Chad? We good? You betcha. All right, everybody. That's uh, that was Tony Terry. All I need, and now on the line we have superstar Joseph Cross. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me. It's going absolutely fantastic. Actually, it's going really, really good. So we want to welcome you. And before I get started, let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous man about town co-star, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, new shooting star in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, you're going to knock all of them out of the box. Trust me. George Clooney, beware. There you go. I love it. Wait right. till your George's age. He, he'll be nothing compared to you. Love it, love it. And then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello, hello, Mr. Cross. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. And uh, we've also got a chat room full of people, so give a shout-out to the chat room. Hi, everybody. Thanks for coming. There you go. So I thought what we would do to get started uh, to break the ice, first of all, everybody wants to know if you're like on social media. Like, I don't see you on Twitter anywhere. Are you like uh, absent from social media or just nobody knows what it is? I'm, I'm absent. I'm not there. Okay, like, everybody's asking. I, I literally he's too busy making I, movies. I, I literally got like fifteen hundred <laughs> tweets from people asking, like, "What's your Twitter?" And I was like, "I really have like no idea whatsoever. I can't find him." So I was like, "I only know how to get in touch with him one way, and that's like uh, through Skype." No. So I hope he's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, he's making movies. How can he possibly put that a stupid? There stuff? you go. I mean, every time I turn on television, he's somewhere when he was younger or older. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, he's all over the place. Uh -huh. So I thought the next thing that, that would be a, a nice icebreaker is talk a little bit about your younger life. Because um, I heard that when you, first of all, you know, like we're sponsored by the Spectrum Music Group. And so like I'm big into the whole music thing. And I thought it was really cool that you used to be call, in a band when you were in high school. You were in a band called Rooster, but you originally were called Cock. But mm -hmm. after the first letters of the members of the last names, but then you had to change it because they wouldn't let you play at school under the name Cock. Yeah, I don't even know how real that is, but I know that one of the guys <laughs> from the band told like these uh, fan websites that I had when I was younger that that was uh, that that was the case I don't remember if it's true or not but sometimes I'll have interviews and that's exactly what uh, what they'll ask me well I don't know what they got so excited about what if your first name was big then it's something really to get upset about <laughs> and then it would be a lot of fun right then, then, then you'd have a bigger female following that's for sure <laughs> uh, okay so like my next thing too then is like many years ago I actually like met you but I didn't really get to meet you so you would have not even known I was standing there because um, I was like a featured extra in Son of Morning, which I don't think it ever came out. Were you uh, really? What down in Florida? Yeah, I'm from Florida. I live in I lived in Florida for 50 years, and I'm not really an actor, but because I have a radio show, they would cast me all the time, so I would promote the different movies. And so wow. I was a featured extra in it, and you were there, but they told us specifically, even though you were like three feet away from me, they were like, don't talk to the famous actors. They don't want you to talk to them. And I was like stupid and dumb. I should have just been like, I, shouldn't have, I wouldn't have cared if I got kicked off. I should have just... Uh, talked, but like the guy who played the the, the big vampire in uh, what's his name, Ed, uh, Herman, uh, Eddie Herman. Oh, yes. Anyway, yes. he came in and I was all freaking out because I'm a Lost Boys fan. Oh and, yeah, of uh, course. And so when That's he came great. in, I was like, oh my gosh, you know. And like you were talking to like the really hot girl, like that was there. <laughs> There's like this really hot blonde haired girl who was on Burn Notice, and you were talking to her and everything. So I was like, oh, I might get in trouble. But if I ever saw you again there though and do it, I would just totally. Yeah, but they always do that. My first film was with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter <clears throat> in, back in wow. 1959. It was called That Kind of Woman. And they instructed, I, I played a soldier. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
and they instructed me not to disturb Miss Loren at any point. By the third day of the shoot at the railroad station in Long Beach, Long Island, supposed to be Florida, Sophia and I were talking in Italian, sitting on each other's lap, sharing a sandwich. I mean, it's a bunch of crap. And Tab Hunter, he was a snob. He didn't want to talk. No, he didn't want to talk to anybody. And I, I interviewed him on my TV show, Set the Record Straight, and I brought that up. And he looked at me and he said, you were how old? I said, 17. He said, I let you at 17 go by? I said, obviously. Because, you know, Tab was gay. Then the other thing is I asked one of the, the gaffes, I said, how come every time Tab Hunter goes into the station house bathroom, which was the railroad station, everybody has to get out of the bathroom? He said, well... If we let him go in there while everybody's in there, we'll never get this movie done. <laughs> Tab, is a, Tab is a friend of mine now after wow. all these years. And I do that joke all the time, and Tab, Tab loves it because he's out. He's, he's no longer in the closet. So let's go. Okay, so we're going to talk about mind games in a minute. Let's go back a little bit just because I thought it was fun. Did you ever see Son of Morning? Because I don't know if it ever got released. I looked it up, uh, I looked it up no, I just because I knew you were coming on the show. I think we had a Showtime release, like the Showtime television okay i'm not totally positive though but i have seen it it's a really uh quirky movie i actually should look that one up and see because like we do distribution through the spectrum music group maybe if they didn't get it in stores like i could go back and get it in stores that's an you idea should. yeah you should you should get in touch with uh zach schiller's the producer I'm, I'm gonna do that that's a good idea okay so like you're like you're like young hot hollywood you got like all kinds of i mean for such a young age i want to congratulate you on on such, you know, pretty much like a very incredibly impressive uh, resume. You know, you've worked with some of the biggest people in the business, um, and you also have done some really cool indies. Um, like, like, what are you thinking of the whole thing, and like, how well, are you how enjoying about, your career? How, how about he gives us his resume? There's a lot of people out there that are not sure of the films he's done. So give us a quick rundown. Uh -huh. Well, some of the big guys, ones. You yeah, guys give the I feel tacky doing this. You guys no, don't feel it. tacky. We're tacky. No, this is a tacky show. You can be as tacky <laughs> as you want. Right. I mean, I if, you want, we, uh, listen, if you want, you could take off your underwear, sit there, balls naked. We don't care. We have every <laughs> radio show, I guess. So who would know the difference? You guys are balls naked right now. I can see it on the site. Right. <laughs> but new. listen, seriously, I want to hear about your first film and how My excited first... you were to, to be in the biz. My first film... Mm -hmm. When I was uh, eight years old, a casting director called A.V. Kaufman, um, who was wonderful, who works out of New York, was casting it. It was Night Shyamalan's first movie. Uh, it was at Miramax. Harvey Weinstein did it, and it was called Wide Awake. Mm -hmm. And it was about an eight-year-old who loses his grandfather and kind of goes on like a search for the meaning mm -hmm. of life, really, in this Catholic school in Philadelphia. And that film plays a lot because I'm familiar with it. Well, yeah, I was so I, I guess I was eight or nine years old, and I auditioned probably six or seven times uh, up at Avi's office in I guess it's in Tribeca, and okay. then Knight came over to my parents' house for dinner, and uh, asked them if they would have you know let me be in the movie, and um, they did graciously, and that sort of started the whole thing for me. Okay, okay now tell me about your next film. When you were a teenager and your first kiss scene, and who was it that you were kissing, and what was the name of the movie? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what movie you're talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, there had to be a. Didn't you get excited that you had to kiss somebody in a movie? Have you not kissed a whole lot? I know you kissed somebody in Mind Games, but that was as an adult. Did you get to do any kisses as a kid? No, I meant as an adult. Oh. No, Let's I didn't mean see. as a child. You guys want to talk about the kissing? 
Uh, let's. See. I'm trying to think. My when did I first? When did I first? I guess the first time I had a kiss was uh, in an episode of Third Watch when I was 16, where I oh. played like a scummy drug dealer guy who gives special K to this girl and they make out in a car and then she has some sort of medical episode and I get arrested. Now that had to have been a stretch because you look like an altar boy. <laughs> so how, how you can play a drug addict scummy guy. You wanted the, the sweet and sour look, I guess. That, I got to tell you, you're a damn good actor if you pull that one off. <laughs> well, thank you. Now, one other question. If you were making a film with Angelina Jolie and you had to be in bed with her nude, kissing her, what would be going through your head? I, this is, I've no, I, I've never put myself there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Does everybody get that question? Is that standard? No, no, Actually, no, 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 no. It's only because I know Angie when she was Angie Voigt when she was a kid. So I always pl throw a plug out for Angie. Actually, we're totally not scripted. We don't have a single question no. down. No, All no. we do is bring you on and, and promote whatever like we're going to promote. But first, we like to have fun talking about all the other yep. cool stuff because you've been in so many <laughs> cool things. Like I was a big fan of Untraceable uh, – Ron, I don't think has ever seen it because he's not too good in the like the scarier genre of movies. But but he loves Diane Lane. So the fact that oh, you were I like a lead against Diane Lane, oh, yeah, stop, she's stop wonderful. Right there. Stop right there. She absolutely is one of the most beautiful women on film, and I love her work. I love her face. I love her expression. I think she's a genius. Uh, what do you think about her? She's wonderful, and she couldn't be sweeter and more fun. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a great time. And then I got to do a movie after that with her then-husband, uh, Josh Brolin, called Milk. Um, and both just super cool, super, super cool, cool people. Well, actually, actually, uh, one of Ron's best friends works uh, well, with yeah, the my, Harvey my, Milk my Foundation. Friend, my friend, Danae Montague King, is one of the biggest sp spokespersons for Harvey Milk. Um, mm. And he does a lot of... And what a great film to be in, Milk, with Sean Penn yeah. and Josh Brolin. Yeah. I mean, great movie. Great I mean, like, you have so many, like, like award-winning, like, oh, my gosh, like, these are, like, big... <laughs> you have Flags of Our Fathers, which happens to be on HBO right now. It was so funny, because after we booked you on the show, I turned on HBO, and your scene, like, you in it was, like, on the screen, right? Then I was like, oh, my gosh, that's Joseph Cross. He's coming on the show you, next week. It was exciting. But you know something, Jimmy? I wasn't that's lying cool. when I said he's all over the place. Yeah, he is all over the I place. I wasn't lying. <laughs> I can't remember for the life of me my, my name, let alone the name of your movies. But I've seen you in so many things, and I've always respected and admired your work. I thought you were very good, because I, I critique everybody. Like, if they stink, I say, oh, my God, he read that line like a dead horse. That's terrible. No, you, you do the same thing. I mean, if you go to a major, I mean, like that movie, Somebody's Mandolin, with what's his name? <laughs> who's the dog of the earth? What's his name? Who? Oh, oh God, I, I wish I had a mind. Um... Anyway, don't bash people on the radio. I'm not bashing him. He's a terrible uh, actor. Flags of Our Fathers was a pretty... Somebody's Mandolin. Flags of Our Fathers, though, was a great film. Steven it was, Spielberg's it was, film. Yeah, Steven Spielberg produced it. Clint Eastwood directed it. We shot it um, on the black sand beaches of Iceland to double for oh. Iwo Jima. And it was, a, I mean, it was a dream job. I was 19 years old. Mm -hmm. it, was, uh, it was incredible. It's a great movie. And then, and then you did Running with Scissors, which was another like critically like fabulous. acclaimed film. I, fabulous. The I book did that, is yeah, right before I did Flags of Our Fathers. That was sort of the thing that, you know, I had been acting when I was a kid, and I had done some work in my teenage years, and I had gone off to college, and I didn't really know whether or not it would continue. And then I met Ryan Murphy, and he gave me that part, and that sort of, uh, that gave me, a, you know, another breath of life in, in that world. And it was... Um, 
I felt pretty fortunate to get that. And then you did Jack Frost, which because I like the kind of like kid family, like feel good kind of movies. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. So then you're in Jack Frost, and then didn't you do it? Uh, weren't you? Were you in Extreme Measures? Desperate Measures. Desperate Measures. Yeah, that's a freaking awesome movie. Yeah, with Michael Keaton, who's got the Birdman coming out. I can't wait to see the Birdman. Absolutely. Like so, it's like it's such a it's such a wide variety too. And one thing I think is really cool because you've done some horror movies and some scary movies, but you never got typecast in that because some people have a hard time getting out of that. And you know, you kind of have done a bunch of scary movies, and at the same time, you're doing all these critically acclaimed movies and historical movies like Lincoln and Flags of Our Father. You know that are historical and stuff. So like, it's really amazing how you've done that. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I mean, I've just been lucky in that I've been able to. You know, get one movie and then a movie that was really different and then another movie that was mm-hmm. different. But, you know, typecasting is, you know, it makes it easier for people because they just try to stick you in the same roles they've already yeah, seen but, you but, in. But, but then you're only acting yourself over and over again. I mean, we all loved Cary Grant. I adored Cary Grant. But Cary Grant was always Cary Grant, no matter what he did. If, mm. he, played, if he played an Egyptian king, he was still Cary Grant. <laughs> um, but at least what I like about you and what I meant at the beginning of the show was you have longevity. You're the kind of actor that we will be seeing when you're – well, I won't, but those that are alive still. We'll be seeing you, we'll be seeing you when, they're, when they're 65 years old. You, you are an ageless actor. and your Thank work you is, so no, much. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass because I hate people that do that. No, I appreciate but, it. But your work your – work is so diversified and I know your work and I knew exactly who you were when Jimmy said was coming on the show because I never really listened to who's coming on <laughs> un- until they're on no because I don't research anybody I want it raw you know I'm unfiltered and uncensored so I want it raw I don't want any baloney but I've seen a lot of your work and you always come through with a very good performance you Thank my you. friend you will be on forever Thank you're not you going to be a flash in the pan that's for sure that's so now you that, it's true it's true now you got a new movie. Um, actually, shot a couple years ago, but it just got released yesterday. It's called Mind Games, and it's directed by Richard Gray. And um, I have to say that, like, I love because I'm a big horror movie fan. Um, mm-hmm. And I used to be a celebrity clothing designer, and I've dressed most of the major movie horror movie stars, and we've had all of them on the show. And uh, and in it, you have you know people who who. Who, who are co-stars who've made just a lot of fun movies. Uh, I love Brianna Ev again. I think we're going to probably get. Hello? Hello? Guys? We got disconnected. Oh, wait, here, I got you. Oh, no, you okay. Think? Okay. Uh, okay, sorry, everybody. Red alert. Um, so, uh, say what you're saying about Brianna, though. She's amazing. Brianna's yeah, she, incredible. And she's I, got Step Up 5 coming out soon. Yeah, I think we're going to have her on the show. Um, uh, Richard Gray said he could like hook it up, and that way we can promote Mind Games and that also. She's super cool. Wow. You and then should. Jul- yeah, you'll love her. She's great. And Juliana, I don't know how you pronounce her last name, but like she was in Friday the 13th and Altitude, which I don't know if anybody saw it. It was like a terrible horror movie that I loved to death. I thought it was just fabulous. And, mm-hmm. uh, and Alex Mraz from the Twilight movies. And so it's got a really fun, young, hip, cool, good-looking cast. And I actually watched it last night. Um, I watched it last night. Uh, you're way out of character from like a lot of things that you have done in the past, and you have a beard in it. Number one, which, oh but yeah, dude, like you're really, beard. you're a really good looking like young guy, but dude, like the beard didn't really work. You don't like the beard? <laughs> no, I didn't like the not like oh my god, he's so cute. Look at him, like you know, like everybody is gonna think he's so cute, kind of weird. I mean, good looking? No, like it looked okay, but like without the beard, you're like you know, stunningly handsome and cute. But like with but the beard, I wasn't going also- for it. Much younger looking than what you are, because positioning your age 
for the film that you made, the first film, which I'm familiar with, mm-hmm. to me, you're much older than you look. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm 28. You don't look 20. Yeah, you, you can, you're going to be able to... That's great, though, because when you're like 50 like me, you're going to look like you're 35 yeah. and, and you're going to love when, it. And when you're 112 <laughs> like me, you'll look great. So tell us, a little bit, tell us a little bit about like the Mind Games. We want to promote it. Everybody, first of all, Mind Games, I believe it got released yesterday, and it's mine, M-I-N-E, Games. Mm-hmm. And one thing I find really cool after watching it, um, which we're going to play the, the trailer for it in a second for everybody to see you in it, um, but one thing I thought was cool is that it kind of like, uh, it's about a bunch of kids who go to like a, I don't know, like a place in the woods, I don't know, what, like a, a chalet or something, and they find a mine, but, but like there's a real play on words with this film because it's mine, M-I-N-E, games, but and it's mind. totally like mine screws you with your mind, mind the whole mi- time. Your mind. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be a good flick. Uh, I watched it. So tell us a little bit oh, about it. What did you think of it? It's already? Yeah, I, I watched it. Well, why didn't I see it? Because you were sleeping. <laughs> well, why didn't you wake? Why didn't you wake? <laughs> okay, let him talk. Let him talk. So well, tell us a little bit about it. it. What did you think of the movie? Uh, I actually liked it a lot. Um, I, I loved I, it. I thought it was fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank I liked you it. You were like... the best. I mean, <laughs> oh, thank you. Should you got an Academy Award for it. It was so great. <laughs> I, I thought it was really. I thought it was really good for like an indie horror film. I thought it had a, a fantastic cast. Well, give me the um, out- give me the outcome. Let now. him. No, you can't. No, I don't want to wreck it for people. Well, I want to. But know. it definitely messes with your mind, and so, it, and and it takes place it. in a mine. Tonight, I'm watching it. Okay, so. Okay. So tell us what you think of it a little bit, or like tell us some experiences of it. What is it? Yeah, it's the story of these this group of friends that go for a vacation in a in a home um, to visit friends, and they go into a mine that has some sort of supernatural time traveling quality. Oh, wow, I love it already. <laughs> My character Michael is going through his own issues, and they block him in the mine and he becomes traumatized and is essentially deranged from that point forward I suppose. Does that make sense? That yeah, sounds- that makes sense. So tell me, no, that's not good. Wait, is it adult viewing or these stupid teenage movies? Uh what do you think, Jimmy? Is it adult? It's kind of in between. It's not really a teenage. It's not one where everybody's like naked, like one, throwing no, their no, boots no, no. around like, and stuff like is that. Is it like one by one they get killed? One no. By, I hate those stupid movies. Not really. No, it's not really one by one they get killed. Ian. No, but I like the uh, the idea that they're in a time. I, I think that it's a, well, you don't actually know that until like near the end of the movie, but I think that, I, I, I think that, that for the that? people... For the people who love those kind of movies, I, I would say the age group's probably going to be like a 13 to 30. It's like a young Hollywood. Like everybody in it's pretty becoming pretty popular so in Hollywood, wanna, so it's I'm like a young Hollywood movie. After those actors are but the, uh, the acting in it is really good, though. It's not like a lot of the well, other he, indie horror He's going to be good. He's going to. Well, he's the film. He's the name. That film wouldn't have gotten made if they didn't have him. Actually, no. Uh, it's got, well, he's the biggest. He's been in the biggest movies, but everybody in the film has a good resume. It's. Who, it's not who, like who are they? I bet you I don't know one. You actually you don't know anybody. Anybody. I knew anyway. him. I knew him. I know, but you don't know anybody anyway. <laughs> I knew. I knew. Our if they're dad. not part of Turner Classic Movies, or if it's not uh, George Clooney or Angelina Jolie, because those are his favorites, he doesn't know who they are. Every, but that's okay. They've got to do a movie friend. together now for you. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? What, Angie and, and George. So let's uh. go back though. Hold on, because we got. I, 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 I've been tweeting with Richard Gray. He's a really great guy. Um, the yeah, movie is called Mind Games, you guys, and they have a Twitter. It's at Mind Games Movie. It's available now on DVD. It came out yesterday, so you can go to stores and get it. I'm sure it's on digital. Do you know all the different places they can get it or no? Did they tell you? I'm not sure, but it is on digital. 
Yeah, it's on digital on demand. Uh, you guys and, can get it. And I will watch it tonight and I will critique it next Wednesday on the next Wednesday show. <laughs> and I'll be honest. I mean, I know his work. You He's should. a good actor. You're a good actor. If you've got a lousy script, you can still make it work. A good actor can make a crummy script happen. You Actually, know the that. script's not. It's a pretty good story. It's not a story that's been done a zillion times like everyone else where you just I go get like, hacked up. Oh, over the I'll years, like, I've. Critique it, though. <clears throat> yeah, no, he will. He'll critique oh, it. Over the years, I've gotten scripts. Like the last film I just finished, which I won't even give the name because it's such a dog. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it was horrible. I played a Brooklyn nasty cop. And my dialogue, I'm from Brooklyn, I'm nasty, right? And one of the, 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 the lines were, well, I'm very upset now. Now, I don't know any Brooklyn cop that says I'm very upset now. You know, he's like, <laughs> I'm fucking pissed off. You know? But he's not going to, oh, I'm very upset now. So sometimes the, the script doesn't go with the character because the writer is stupid. So hang on, though. We're going to take a break. H hang on the line. We're going like, to get, get Chad to play the trailer for us. Yay! Right. And um, how about you introduce the trailer, Chad? You let me know when you got it ready to go. And then, and then Joseph, you introduce it for us for everybody. That way, when the show comes out on television on Monday, uh, everybody will actually see the trailer. Uh, people listening on the radio, they'll just hear it. And um, we're going to play it. And then uh, we'll come back uh, right after that and, and get back together talking again. How's ready that? Ready to roll. Ready to roll. Sounds good. All right. He's ready sure. when you are. So go ahead and introduce it for us, Joseph. This is the Mind Games trailer. Wow. Yeah. Get so, it. So, Joseph, one thing I'll have to tell you is that when, is they, that kicked, when they kicked, kicked, kicked you out of the, out house, of the house, I was, I was, I was upset. I was upset. Mm, <laughs> thank you. Chad, Chad you have to go. go. <laughs> What's that? Did the no, we had a little bit of an echo. Oh, oh, Joe, okay. maybe turn down your speakers a little bit. Hey, Chad, can you work on that? Do say Ricola. Chad's still there. Ricola. Hello. I don't there know. we go. It's gone. Okay. There you go. How about uh, now? Um, perfect. Thank you, Chad. So, so I have to say too, it didn't end how I thought it was going to end. Oh, don't say anything. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not going to tell everybody how it ends. I just <clears throat> did. It didn't end how I thought it was going to end. But then after I watched it and thought about it, then it did end how I thought. But when I originally saw it, it didn't end how I thought it would end. That's a typical Jimmy Star statement. <laughs> Makes no sense. But it's a statement. <laughs> That's funny. 
Okay, so everybody get Mind Games. It's out. Get it on video on demand. It's available. You can buy it in stores. Um, I want to talk about one other movie real quick because I think it's on Netflix. I think I, I going through Netflix, I saw it um, not knowing you were in it, and that's the movie Jimmy P that you did with Benicio Del Toro. Oh, yeah. Um, is, do you know if that's on Netflix? I think it actually is. I think it is. I think it is on Netflix. This is, it's called Jimmy P, right? Yeah, Jimmy P. We went through a couple different titles, because I, I think in France it might have a different title. But Jimmy P, yeah, it's about um, Benicio Del Toro plays uh, a Blackfoot Plains um, American Indian who uh, fought in World War II and is suffering from post-traumatic stress and goes to um, the first PTSD clinic in the country in the 50s called the Menninger Clinic that was out of Kansas City. Oh, no, out of Topeka in Kansas, excuse me. Uh, and it's the story of him being healed. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. And you play a doctor in it, right? I play yeah, one of the psychiatrists, the one who who initially brings him in and brings him before um, Matthew Almorick's character. That who, sounds like a good flick. I know Benicio. I met him years ago out in L.A. and he's a gent, a real sweet guy. I met him when he was with his aunt, and his aunt is a lovely, lovely lady, very protective of him. He's very, I mean, talk about, you know, one of the greats. He's one of the greatest actors that we have. He's oh, yeah. And he's a great guy to boot. He's not a star. Nice. Yeah, really great guy. He's an actor. He's not a star. Yeah. <laughs> do, yeah you, um, do you watch all your stuff? Like, like, let's say you make movies. Do you watch them all or do you just watch them once or do you watch them over and over? Or what do you do? How's your process? Uh, I try to watch them, but I don't watch them over and over. No, I'll usually watch them once. Um, but I haven't seen everything. And it's, I don't just coincidentally for whatever reason um but uh I, tr I, tr I don't watch them over and over no do you have one that's like like is there a certain film that stands out for you as like your favorite one or one lincoln. that you learn the most lincoln okay lincoln was a pretty incredible experience lincoln was pretty amazing that but flags were fathers and milk too <laughs> that okay. was a very big film lincoln all of yeah. those were which is freaking yeah, but lincoln cool. lincoln was a big money film what about coming out it's like you yeah you, what that, about coming out? What about coming out? You have anything that we'll, we should be looking forward to seeing you in soon? Um, I did a movie with Patricia Clarkson that just came out uh, in a couple theaters here in New York and also on iTunes called Last Weekend. Oh, cool. Oh, I saw it last weekend. No, you didn't see it. Yeah, yeah it's a television show. No, no, it's a movie. Last Weekend? Last Weekend. Oh, I thought it was Lost Weekend. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the Ray Are you in New York? Do you live in New York most of the time, or you go back and forth? We're in Philly. I, do. I, I live in New York now. I live in Brooklyn. Oh, oh cool. I'm from Brooklyn. Where yeah. in Brooklyn do you live? You don't Carol have to give Garden. an exact address. No, like you didn't know I was from Brooklyn. You heard the accent, right? <laughs> yeah, well, we live in South Brooklyn. We're in Carroll Gardens. Okay, I, I was born in Red Hook. Actually, oh, yeah. For a minute, and then we moved to Brooklyn Heights, where we owned a beautiful house right on uh, the road there, overlooking the, the river and Manhattan. I used to ride oh. my tricycle bicycle on that promenade. Columbia Street, right? Oh, the Columbia, that was my, I was Columbia and Pineapple. Oh, That's oh the wow, the fruit streets. Those are the, some good real estate right there. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. My parents paid $3,600 for a three-story house, and oh. they sold it for about ten. And later, the, the uh, building for the blind is on it, and they got millions and millions of dollars for that. This is a couple years old because Ron's like, you know, pushing 50 a couple times. <laughs> Don't get smart. <laughs> no, I'll tell my age. I'm 50. <laughs> I have no problem. No, let's put it this way. When Jane Russell was famous for her boobs, I was kind of like three years old. <laughs> let's see if he knows who Jane Russell is. Do you know who Jane Russell is? Mm. 
No. Okay. Oh, God, no. She's my dearest friend in the world. I loved her to death. She passed away a few years ago. She's the famous girl from the movie uh, Outlaw that Howard Hughes made. She was famous for her brassiere and for her boobs. And she was in Gentlemen Prefer Bronze with Marilyn, with Marilyn Monroe. Monroe. She's oh, the gorgeous, yeah, okay. She's the gorgeous brunette. Yeah, Jane Russell was one of the most celebrated actresses of, of the 40s oh. and 50s. Mm. So that's how you're like working on like the, how the property was $3,600, though. I never Back thought that. Day. I never thought that would give my age away. <laughs> I really didn't. All right, so we're gonna like get moving on. So everybody, listen. Joseph Cross is not on social media, so the only way you're gonna get to see him is to stalk Brooklyn, or you're gonna have to actually uh, just go see all his great films. He's a great actor. Uh, make sure you go see Mind Games, or go and get it video on demand, or uh, go buy the DVD. Check out all his other films. Flags of Our Fathers is on HBO right now. Check him out in Running with Scissors, Milk, Untraceable, Lincoln. Son of Morning, which I have to get just so I can see if I got cut out of it or not. And uh, Jimmy P. with Benicio Del Toro and the new movie last weekend. We want to thank you for coming wait, wait, wait. on the I show. I want to ask him a question, a very okay. important question. Listen, do you find living in New York City difficult for getting movie roles? Because we know that everything is cast in L.A., shot all over the world. Mm -hmm. So do you get any roles living in New York as an actor? Well, I, I grew up in New York, and then I moved to L.A. for a few years, and then I just moved back, so I can't really say, but I actually think I prefer it, and I think that it might actually turn out being easier to get roles here somehow. I don't know why. I'm knock well, on wood. I mean, you know. L.A., LA the competition is outrageous. New York, the competition is less. And if you're a qualified working actor like you, you should have no problem getting a role anywhere. Yeah. But I'm, doing, I'm meaning for an actor or an actor starting off, because a lot of the young kids that they talk to me, they want to know, how do you start as an actor? I say, go to L.A. That's where it's laid out on the plate. More so than New York. New York is theater. I think so, it's wherever you feel, wherever you feel, comfor feel comfortable, wherever you can get a foot in the door, you know, whichever city... It's a pretty bi-coastal industry, I think. Yeah, and I, I agree. Wherever you're comfortable. I mean, I just, I, I lived in L.A. for a while. I love L.A., and it was time for me to get back to New York, and I'm, I'm really enjoying living in New York for now. So I think it's just wherever you're, you're happiest, and then you just <laughs> pray that you'll, you'll find work. Well, you sound happy, and there's nothing wrong with Brooklyn, my friend, especially South Brooklyn. I, I know probably where you are. There's a few towns there that are fabulous still. Yeah. Um, and you've got the water nearby. It's just beautiful. I love Red Hook. I love going out to Red Hook. Perfect. Okay, so we also we want to thank Clint Morris from October Coast and Publishing for setting this interview up. We wish you all the luck in your career. Anytime you've ever got anything you'd like to promote, we'd love to have you back. We think you're stellar, and thank you so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. And if we run into you, if we run into you, say hi. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. You were terrific. All right, Joseph. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Thank you. Uh -huh. Great guy. Nice fellow. What a cool interview. Nice guy. That was a cool interview, mm -hmm. guys. I like totally dug it. Okay. Chad, how was that? It was fun, right? I would say that is pretty damn cool. It's kind of remind me of like a young Paul Newman. Yeah. Yeah. I love the idea that he lives in South Brooklyn. I wish I could afford South Brooklyn. I wouldn't have thought, though, of all the great movies he's been in, and he's been in several like Academy Award films and stuff, that Lincoln was his, the one that he picked out that stood out the most for him. Lincoln was an important part. He had a very important part in Lincoln. He had important parts in all of them. No, but, but some, some parts stick out more than others, Jimmy. You can, you can lead a film, ten films, and then there's that one film that you sparkle. Yeah, but he had a big, like, he's like on, in the movie Milk, he's like sixth yeah, credited but, but, on IMDb that, and they won not, an Academy not my Award. Point. That's not my point. I mean, 
Barbara Stanwyck made many movies, great actress of the 40s and 50s. Yet when we talk about Barbara Stanwyck, we have three films that she sparkles. Betty Davis, the same thing. <clears throat> three great films. Actors don't sparkle in every film. Right. So I think what he's saying is Lincoln is his sparkle film. Okay, because like, it's such a great resume. It's just not even <clears throat> I, I mean, Lincoln was an interesting movie. I like it. And it's cool that he's in New York. Yes, it'd be nice if we ran into him one day in Brooklyn. Absolutely. I wish I could afford to live in South Brooklyn. I would. Eventually, yes. So no, everything really, is good. Really, really, really expensive. I mean, that's okay. Crappy, crappy walk up is about three or four hundred thousand. I mean, you want to live decently in South Brooklyn, you got to come up with a half a million to a million. Okay. Okay, we'll pull it out of your ass. Let's go. <laughs> I'm so, ready. everybody, I'm packed. we're having a really good time. It was a great interview. We got another interview coming up in a little bit, plus our Hollywood Vixen's going to be coming up. Um, right now, we're going to take a little music video break. Um, we're going to play Blake McIver's Wish I Didn't Know You. Wish I Didn't Need You. Wish I didn't, yeah, Wish right, I Didn't wish Need I didn't You by need Blake McIver. You. He was a guest on the show a couple weeks ago. Chad, how are we going with that? Are we ready to rock and roll? Let's do Blake it. is the best. We love Blake. All right, everybody, here's Blake McIver. Wish I Didn't Need You back in a minute. This way inside. Now you've given me a light, restored my energy. I never knew that I, despite how hard I've tried, could find some peace and know my mind was able to unload. You can't walk away from me when you see that I still bleed. I'm the strength of my own to go get what you've already given to me. I wanna believe I could leave it tonight. Do with my body what I know is right. Yet you still drag me so far from the light that you've already taken from me. And then surrender comes. I don't know what I've done. Yet inside I feel that all this darkness must be real. And there you are again. Oh, and meet a friend How do you look at me and know I just won't let you go You can't walk away from me When you see that I still bleed I try to forgive but can never forget I live every day and I still feel regret Can't find the strength on my own to go get what you want Drag me so far from the light that you've already taken from me. 
wish I didn't need you. I wish I didn't need you. To be what who you are. There you go. There we go, everybody. Whoa. That's Blake McIver. Wish I didn't need you. We had him on the show a couple weeks ago. Superstar. You can follow him at Blake McIver. And we love Blake. He's, he's one of hot. our special guests. And, I love Blake. And, and now sweet. we have he's our Hollywood fixin, Deirdre Sarego. Like me, hot and sweet. What's there up, There you sexy go. People? There you go. Say hey to the Hi, chat everybody. room. Hey, chat room. What's going on? How y'all doing? Fantastic. Y'all doing good? Yeah. I mean, I just sit here and I look at my daughter and I say to myself, God, is she gorgeous and beautiful? <laughs> but answer me a question. How come you can't get a husband? Uh, I don't know. I've been told that guys think I'm a bitch or that I... <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. No, 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 no. Not, <clears throat> not, not talking to me. I guess when they just see me sitting out, I just look like... They told me that you look like you're too high maintenance for me. You're too highfalutin or you look like you're like going to be a bitch and you're unapproachable and that's like the furthest thing from the truth uh, why is there a quiet oh I'm, I, I was, I was, <laughs> no, I, why is a, there silence no no you're not a bitch. I, I was going i was going through the menu <laughs> that's i was going to be defensive i was going through the <laughs> menu ch- i was checking off the menu no you're not a bitch you're, you're no. a good girl yeah you know i've been ill i, mean, I can be a bitch but i'm not no. a bitch as i've told everybody i've been ill for a couple of weeks and my daughter made me the most delicious chicken, chicken soup, soup. I did. and she brings me my little sandwiches and stuff so she's a good girl and she only needs to marry the best guy she yes. can't marry just anybody no that's why she's an old maid. <laughs> That's why I'll be an old maid. <laughs> That's so I don't funny. know where he is. Where, oh, where are you? No, did you ever see that poster? I know where Wait, he is. Wait, did you ever see the poster? It's a bus stop bench and there's a skeleton in a wedding gown oh yes that's me and it says she's, know, she's still did, waiting for the yes, right I man i did that that was my first photo uh my first photo shoot right <laughs> she, she's still waiting for <laughs> the right me. man there's a red wig on her and i'm laying there and i'm like where are you prince charming where are you my tall handsome so if there's man. anybody out there that's worthy of my daughter yes you, you know just text message me and i'll take care of it <laughs> they're gonna need your number <laughs> don't give it to them no no don't give it no, yeah go, no no, go, no. Go you can find them on no. facebook go to my facebook ron go russell find me on facebook Wait. you can google my name deirdre serrano oh yeah there's a ton of stuff yeah, instead on, of going yeah, sadly then, on the no, internet no but then you'll but, get all the crazies i know he, he will weed them out for you i, I can weed them out where's my handsome mel from two weeks ago he like never came back uh, <laughs> i guess mel, mel got scared off yeah. Great. See, so it is me. <laughs> there is something wrong with me. <laughs> Mel oh was God. Mel was so in love with her. Mel was carrying on. How Mel was gorgeous. probably one of my my friends playing a joke on me. I I'm don't think kill so. Kill you. No, that's probably no, somebody no, in front of mine. All that's no, douche. no, not really. All that stuff that <laughs> Thinking, Mel wrote. Oh, let's go on there and pretend we're in love with Deirdre. No, no, no. Thanks, Listen guys. to me. I know f- shit from Shinola. Yeah, you do. That was an authentic person who really liked you, mm. and I think she scared him off. <laughs> By Don't being, I by, that's well, she what said, I do best. Apparently, on radio, she said, off. "You know, contact me. Maybe we'll go out." I think <laughs> that ma- was maybe, like frightening. Okay, maybe. well then, you know what? Don't contact me. Screw you. I don't want you. <laughs> See if that works. Well, maybe, maybe Mel is you know married. What? Leave me alone. Maybe Mel is married. Maybe. Or maybe Mel has a, a steady girlfriend. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe <laughs> Mel is in drag and he wants to be you. <laughs> or maybe he's in. Well, that's cool, Mel. We could have drinks. We can compare notes. I can <laughs> maybe he's got my, like limp I dick. I can teach you how to do my makeup, and I could teach you how to do your red wig properly. So you oh, look Mel like might me and how to walk mad. like me. I have a great walk. Mel, <laughs> Mel might. Get mad. Better not do that. Then they'll think we're twins, Mel. Mel, Mel may not like. Mel may be a three hundred pound football player. Oh yeah. Hopefully, Mel is a tall. It depends on blonde, how. Like you could be three hundred pounds. Blue eyed um, Swedish actor. <laughs> <If you were laughs> like, when did you start with the blue eyed blondes? 
Oh. Since she decided she's going to Sweden for her birthday. Yeah, exactly. When she was like 20 years old, she had a boyfriend. He was Colombian. She said, Daddy, get ready because I'm marrying a Spanish man. I said, what do I give a shit as long as he's a man? <laughs> you know, and he's willing to marry you, get you out of my house. I'll buy he wouldn't him. care if you, you wouldn't care if it was a woman. Oh, I would have a problem with that. I'm sad to say. Oh. <laughs> No, it's Go very, figure, the gay man that would have a problem if yes, I was a lesbian. Thankfully, no, I'm not a lesbian because no, I wouldn't want you to have no, a problem with it. You know me. why I'd have a problem with it? Because I would know the suffering you would have mm, to do yeah. as a lesbian woman, being made fun of, being shut out of jobs. Nah, look how pretty she is. She'd be like, wait, I would wait, be a lipstick wait, lesbian. Wait, does it matter? If they find out, they fire you from your job. You're not, in, you're not allowed in buildings where children are. Not anymore. Those yes, yes. Are no, it actually. still exists. Fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. Yeah. Human rights for everybody. Equal Absolutely. Love. Right. love who you want, America. That's the right. World. I cares. post that stuff on Twitter and Instagram. I'll be and stuff your all the I'll time. be your 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 Joan of Arc. I'll stick up for you. If I ever see anyone insulting another gay person, I open Absolutely. my You do, you I don't care. You do all the I'm, time anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Why would it stop me now? You're like I the got most, your back. I'll punch them out. You're for kinda you. like you're kinda like the most political member of the Jimmy Star Show crew. Well, because you No, know, but I raised my there. kids not to say anything bad about black people or gay people that people are people. people you know people are people. people are people <clears throat> but you know what Even if there's differences that's what makes us Deirdre, great because Deirdre, i like to bridge Deirdre, gaps. where we came Let's from bridge that gap of difference where we came from in garden city remember leslie's little girlfriend who was mulatto yeah tracy pinkman and everybody always made note that yeah. she was half black and that was so fucking oops that was so terrible that so one you cool. might have to like actually yeah. like remember. Boop. Oh. <laughs> we say the, for unlawful carnal knowledge. Yeah, I mean that was terrible because Stacy was one of the loveliest Tracy. girls. Tracy. Tracy. You said Stacy. Oh, Tracy. Stacy. Being <laughs> Similar. Anyway, I, right, so. I loved her when she came to our home. I she could sing with me. We had the best time. She was great. She was a very sweet girl. So anything Tracy. interesting and fun oh, going on sleaze. in our Hollywood sleaze? What is that, chocolate? Yeah, it's, oh. my, it's my medicine. Oh, Hold on, shut up, everybody. I oh, is it real chocolate? Uh, so long. Exactly, exactly, Chad. Chad understands my pain right now. I don't know. Eat it. Oh, yeah, well, I know why you. she's upset, because Ryan Gosling's uh, having a baby. They're That's having, they had the baby. They <laughs> had the baby already? <laughs> Somebody, oh, somebody really, called a white coat. Really happy for you, Ava. Give me a piece, give me a piece of that chocolate. You have diabetes now. I don't have <laughs> diabetes. Where the hell are you getting that shit from now? How the words go? You're fat. She'll you do anything it. not to give me chocolate. I know anything chocolate. not to give him chocolate because it's bad. She'll give me but, diseases um, I don't have. Um, now you're making me have my disease of forgetting. Oh my God, Ryan Gosling. Congratulations, congratulations, Ava. I mean, my... in all seriousness, no. They had a beautiful baby girl. She's healthy. She's wonderful. It was very emotional. They both cried when they held the baby in the arms. Baby was born four days ago. They hid it from everybody because they're very private. Um, I don't think we know the ounces or pounds, but the baby's healthy or the name yet. Um, so my heart broke a little bit yesterday because, you know, that's like my only star. Like the only star that I would ever be like falsely Goo -goo -ga -ga. in love with. Goo -goo, like crazy Goo Goo Gaga because I don't know you. I've never met Ryan. So, I don't, you know, I don't really love him. I just think he's really hot. But he's like the only star that I would ever really be sort of goo goo gaga over. And I got news for you. If you met him, you'd probably think he's a jerk and leave him. No, I would probably um, be in jail because I would be like raping him. No, you wouldn't. You, <laughs> oh, yeah, I would. You, I, would I would be so tempted to kiss him. You may find out that he's, he's a so terrible handsome. person. How many stars? No, I've heard from people he's not. He's like a nice guy. Yeah, everybody says he's a yeah, nice guy. He's not a jerk. It's not like I can hate. He's not a dick. He's like nice. I won't mention the star's name, so, but she's a but, big, yeah, big, big star. And... Many men have met this star, and they all said the same thing. Well, whatever. But 
They wouldn't bang her with their buddy's dick. Well, I would that she's a bang real bitch. Ryan Gosling with someone else's. I know, crash. but I think Ryan Gosling <laughs> is I, everything I've ever wow. read about him is he's really cool. Yeah, so he's to be that's really okay. Really nice. And Eva Mendez is cool. I did the costume I did design. Meet her. I, hung I met out her. With her. She was nice. One night we were watching Ringside. At the Viper Room. Um, I didn't go with her, but I sat next to her. But she was very, very nice. So I really have nothing honest and truly ill to say about the two of them. And I wish well, them the why, best. Why life. would you? I, I mean, know. I'm you don't saying, even know no, the but guy. No, I know that. But there he are didn't people. didn't break up with no, you to knock that. her up. That's, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, but people on Twitter are getting very, like, No, she was super nice, though. Really angry. I did the costume design for Too Fast, Too Furious, and she's the star of it. She oh. was really nice. So that's my... <laughs> That's why I should right, move on. Now, now, go okay. find, now go find one that's not famous. One that's <laughs> that's tangible that you can marry. <laughs> no, you can marry a why famous can't I one. Shoot for the stars, I married a famous shoot one. She star. can marry a famous <laughs> one too. Yeah, but your famous one is dwindling. No, he's not. <laughs> if I were on the, if I were on the up of my career, I wouldn't be so nice. Oh. Anywho, at my age now, I don't really give a damn. Well, we've got a few things going on. Kanye is again in the media, and I have to comment. Now, who's on Kanye? This. Kanye West. Uh, Who the hell Kim is Kim Kardashian? The rapper husband. Ugh. Ugh is right. <laughs> Apparently, he was in Australia at a concert, and everybody's up in arms because he said, I want everybody to get up. I don't, you know, and there was like three people, kids or adults that were in a wheelchair, and they couldn't get up, and he refused to play until they got up out of their wheelchair. And he, yeah. Seriously? It was like, yeah, it was really, really bad. Um, now Kim Kardashian's retaliating, saying that the media, you know, distorted everything and took everything out of context, context and rewrote his words and the media planned it and da da da. So, of course, she's defending her husband as every, you know. Well, you know, would, I have to agree. The media does do numbers on people. Yeah, I know. But every, I mean, we know that. They, but, a, but allegedly, <clears> there are like <throat> concert goers that are like validating it. Well, what, the they, story, what, what, so the, what the press has to do. Shitty. The press has to go and find that audience and ask those people, what did you hear? Uh, I yeah. totally believe and it. And go on record so you can have it. And, I believe and, it. And if that's the I mean, case, that shock me. then if that's the case, then that Kardashian piece of work should never be photographed, talked about, or on television. And meanwhile, she might be pregnant again. I don't know. There's speculation. <clears throat> she's got kind of what looks like a little bit of a, a possible baby bump, and she's not no, drinking she's just, alcohol. No, I think so her, who knows? I, I think that I think but, she fell on her ass, and now it's stuck in out to her stomach. <laughs> but here's here's the th here's the factual thing about Kanye West because I don't know about this event, mm -hmm. but when he did that terrible thing to Taylor Swift on yeah, the MTV that Awards, so that was live rude. on TV, and yeah. the whole world saw how yeah, that's just he's you know, arrogant. What, what did so he do arrogant. to Taylor? That was she, years ago. Yeah, she was. She won the video music MTV VMA Music Award for Best Artist. And she was saying her speech, and, and he uh, got up and took and, the microphone. And he went up and took the microphone away. Yeah. She may have won, but Beyonce should have won it. Exactly. Oh no, that is totally rude. That is totally. like a two-year-old throwing no, a fit. Why don't you just throw yourself that, on the ground and start I have crying and stomping you. your feet like a fire? Who, who is this jerk? Is he in the business? Yeah, he is. He's very rich and very popular. Well, oh uh, look, here's Dave Hughes from Stars Now posted a link on YouTube saying it, it's four oh, minutes good. long and it oh, actually happened. Thank That's you, cool. Dave. We'll have Shay, to check thank that you. out. <laughs> Thanks, mm -hmm. Dave. He's a real P.O.S. P.O.S. Well, I made, wish I could if say he what made P.O.S. Those crippled stands people for, stand he is a P.O.S. If he humiliated those, those crippled people. That poor handicapped person in a wheelchair. He should be shot. They're not poor that they're handicapped, poor that they were humiliated. Right. Well, I hope he's in the next drug sh drive-by shooting. <laughs> Well, we don't wish him death. We don't yeah, wish I do. him death. I do. Anybody that would do that to a person in a, in a wheelchair. And my num And my second person on my SHIT list is Joan Rivers. I'm sorry that you've passed, Joan, but you left $150 million only to your daughter, your grandson, and your dogs. She didn't leave any money to any causes. Wow. No, that's not so. That's all I got that's to say. Not well, so. that's, what, that's no. what some news is reporting. Well, that's not so. That's pretty. Uh, I uh, met Joan wow. Rivers years ago at the Manhattan. $150 million? You Wait, can't give I met AIDS? Joan Rivers at the Manhattan Center years ago, and she was then giving money to AIDS 
Joan has been a great supporter of AIDS. Well, I hope that's the case. Oh, no. Because, oh, no. Wow. Trust It'll me. all come out anyway. It's Trust all going to come out. Joan has been doing benefits. For, uh, the Manhattan Center one, she didn't get paid. It was a benefit. And she's been, she's a very, she loves gay people. The, uh, gay oh, men. I hope she loves them so much that she's willing to donate yeah, to them. Let me tell you something. Joan, Joan Rivers had 10 times that amount of money. She had $150 million. That's nothing. Angelina Jolie has tripled that. I mean, today those stars have tons of money. Yeah, I know, but 150 million, you could leave a little too. She to did. Charity. Maybe she gave her kid and the dogs the 150 million, and she gave 150 million to various. Yeah, but causes. they would have said that. The news. How do they know? They, most, most, they, they, know, they know everything. They knew, God, they know like the last thing you ate. Okay, Deirdre, first of all. They know how much sleep first you had of, last first night. Of this all, is a stupid conversation because we're never going to know. No, hang on, hang on. It'll come out. Wait, hang on. First of all, to put that in print is stupid because she's dead. Have a little respect for somebody who's been dead a week and don't write such garbage. Well, that's you know, true. It's not they, garbage. It doesn't matter. It's not, it's not point. It's not, it not, has no point. That's her daughter. I'm not leaving you my $150 million, okay? Because you don't want it. So when I croak, I'm going to leave it to the man in the moon. Oh, good. No, leave it to, your, leave it to the dog. Leave it to Star. No, I think and you jo could join I, Joan. You know I what? think that it doesn't matter, you guys. We're never going to know the real truth. More will I know, come I out about that. No, I no. just thought it was. Yeah, I, I hate. I hate the press. I get. The I press, guess though the fact that he's saying it's terrible to write about that kind of stuff already. But if it's true, it's well, also it's, terrible. It's She's not here media. to defend herself. It's so easy to write things. I could turn around and say Elvis Presley was a drag queen. Elvis Presley was really a woman. Elvis Presley was Jewish. I could say <laughs> that what has I, been on the Inquirer. Yeah, all that stuff's already been <laughs> well, written. Already been written. I, I could say all that about Elvis Didn't he because die in the toilet. No. Elvis is not here to defend himself. And when someone is dead, it's so easy to say, oh, they were my okay, best friend. Okay, well, here's somebody them. that can defend themselves, and that actually is, and that's John Travolta, who is being sued by his alleged gay lover who was his pilot. And then also his alleged gay uh, nanny that was taking care of his son, um, Jet, uh, he also claimed that there were a little, little bit of a of a relationship going there between the two. So now John Travolta is speaking out saying that he's not gay and that these are all false allegations and that, you know, none of this. You know, the more happened. he denies it, the deeper and <laughs> deeper in debt he gets. Um, Give him a good old <laughs> shovel. Here you go. You know, John, John Travolta deep. has a history of boys that goes as far back to Brooklyn. And I know people that knew him. Well, I know a makeup artist that passed by him in the okay. hallway and turned around and said in conversation when we were putting on, when I used to work for The Insider, um, and uh, he was doing someone's makeup and he was telling the story to us and he got cruised by John Travolta. They were walking, you know, like that. That's nothing. And, that could be, that well, could be anything. Yeah, no, no, but that just helped. That just helped. I mean, I don't cruise girls. I mean, you no. know, I mean, straight people just don't do that. But you know something, John Travolta. If you're, you know, if you're his, straight, you, you cruise wait, another straight person. John Travolta's but, private life is no one's business but his. True. And I really hate it when people speculate on he's gay, I don't he's care straight. if he's gay or Who cares? straight. I mean, Who cares if you you're know, gay? Kelly loves him and I, I don't that's care what straight is. people do in their bedroom. And by the way, they do the same thing we do. One, mm -hmm. one less hole. But that's, that's the only difference. Whoa. That's the only difference. <laughs> There's no difference. When women say, ooh, gay men. I'm so like crazy. Like I'm sitting there going, one less hole. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and, and I'm counting in my head. But I'm a woman. So my holes are, you know, oh, speaking of holes, I have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody needs to go to like Netflix or whatever online where you get your videos, and I'm sure you could probably rent it too, because they just came out. And I, God, I didn't write down the actress's name of the movie. Forgive me, but it's with um, uh, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, Alex Skarsgård's father, and this this English actress who's an amazing actress. It's called um, uh, oh, 
Uh-oh, we're having our Ron ah! Russell moment. We're having oh, our. She is shit. my. She is my daughter. But I didn't write it down. What is the volumes of a nephro? Uh, uh, not necrophiliac. <laughs> Nymphomaniac. Oh, that's a TV series, right? No, no it's, oh. it's movies. There are two of them. There's volume one and volume two. It's all about sex. It's all about this woman's life and how she's a, nec- a necrophiliac. Nymph- God forbid. Nymphomaniac. Maniac. He knows that word. Yes, nymphomaniac. And it's really Very interesting. Well. <laughs> and Shia LaBeouf is in it. And uh, Stellan Skarsgård. And the, the lead actress, I don't know her name. Oh, my then God. You I cover, love Stellan Skarsgård. I know. I you forgot, I forgot cover to the write story. it to Catherine something. I don't cover uh, somebody, stories. Oh, oh, chat room. Google it for me. Or go to IMDb. It's um, volumes of a uh, nymphomaniac. nymphomaniac, I believe. Joel uh, says it's part one and two on Netflix. Part one and two. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, thank you, Joel. Um, somebody write down the actress's name so I can say it. But um, it was really, really cool movie. Speaking of, of nymphomaniacs, and I got to see Stellan Skarsgård's penis. Oh, really? Yeah, That's he's like 60-something. Deirdre, I, I think there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I think I'm in... No, I'm kidding. I, I, I like I, him, I, too. I think he's hot. He's hot. Yeah. I know. I, I want to watch really, it. I really... I know. I really... And you see his penis at the end. It's flaccid, of course, but and he's not circumcised because he's oh, Swedish, Jesus. so he's what got a turtleneck. How many pubic hairs does he have? Did you count them? <laughs> he, he had quite a bit, Gray. Oh, but he had a nice one. And he's, he's made he's some movies that I man. love. He made these boxing Deirdre, movies back in the day. I think I raised Charlotte you incorrectly no, somewhere. No, you didn't. I'm Charlotte, sure. Charlotte Gainsbourg. Oh, Charlotte Gainsbourg. Somewhere, Thanks, Joel. Somewhere, somewhere you, in your Thank upbringing, you, I screwed up. No, you didn't. I'm just a healthy 30-year-old <laughs> woman with a you know a healthy sexual With a penis fetish. What is wrong with that? I like penis. Penises are beautiful. Not all of them, but some of them are really good looking. Like you don't. Yeah, cause, hi. <laughs> no, I don't. Said, the apple falls very, sh- not very far no, from the, the gay pa- oh, wait, the, James. the gay pot calling the wait, kettle black. Wait, wait. James will tell you. I'm not fascinated by penis. Okay, well, I'm fascinated no, by penis. No, I know. He just likes <laughs> like crotches. No, no, I'm not, a, I'm not a penis person. I like penises. How do you like <laughs> that? You. you know, I, I admit it wholeheartedly. I like no, and so I, everybody I, goes check this show out. It's called what's what? the name of it? Oh, again? the show. It's uh, well, it's it's a movie. It's called uh, Volumes of a Nymphomaniac. Volumes of a Nymphomaniac, Volume, volume one, and one and Two. Everybody, I believe. If your penis fell off, I wouldn't care. Uh, I, really I would wouldn't. have a problem. Chad, did you hear that? Uh, yes, Chad's like laughing. <laughs> Chad, do you have a it's, problem if your penis fell off? Yeah, honestly? Chad, would you have a problem? Chad's straight and he has a girlfriend. Yep. I think yeah. we have a problem if it fell off. Like crying. What'd you say, Chad? Said yes. I think we'd have a problem if it fell off. Yes. Well, of course, but See? if Jimmy's Thank fell you. off, we have no problem because I get a knife, make a slit, and there we go. We're fine. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. So and then you have another hole there anyway. So what do you need his penis for? Well, that's right. <laughs> what do I need his penis for? See, I don't like that. So luckily, I need a man's penis. Luckily, we're on a gay network. I do not want to like have this conversation. If we're going to talk about somebody who doesn't have a penis, it's got to be somebody else's not penis. <laughs> Moving on from the penis. <laughs> Yeah, poor Jimmy. Jimmy's like, a bunch of the non-penis I want mine. Joke. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be what part of the not penis. What does that make you if you don't have a penis? If oh, have, actually, if no. There's one, a real term for there's it. There's a eunuch, but that's that's no nuts. No, no. There's something. Let me tell you something. If Jimmy's penis fell off, he'd miss those three inches big time. <laughs> <laughs> that was so not cool. Oh, that was inches <laughs> soft and so not true, folks. Uh, yeah, there you go. It's better. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, TMI. No, my my stepfather's penis size. <laughs> Is anyone out there a therapist? Our new, our new, like, <laughs> I'm gonna need it. our new camera operator sitting there, like, going, "Oh She's my god, what did I get into?" She's like, "Oh my <laughs> god, when is the show over?" <laughs> no, no, I have news for you. All the camera people that have come here, Glenn and she, and Carrie whoever, Ann, her name's Carrie, and they Ann, all, yes. they all love the show. They, know, they laugh their crazy. asses off. How would you crazy. like to do two hours of boring, like, religious stuff? 
Like, I know. No. Yeah, she wouldn't like She's that. Like, yeah, like, no, no. I'd, be, I'd be drinking uh, and, <laughs> and heavily. <laughs> now, look, let's Vodka. quiet, Anyone quiet, quiet, quiet. And now I'm going to ask Sister Deirdre how she's protected her virginity all these years. Well, I'm married to the Lord. So we just, I'm married to the We're Lord. We're so going to get in trouble by these religious <laughs> that's, that's, networks. That's not the answer I wanted. I wanted a funny answer, oh, Deirdre. Well, well um, Jane Russell's in heaven throwing bricks down at me. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that's because I'm already. What's the name of that Satan? Cool. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, I'm already banging. I'm already Satan. banging Satan. God, you're like, going to have to take things, a number and get in line. Remember those things like when we did the live remote from the I'm sex burning, shop that one time? I'm burning. What was that you thing? feel that it's my soul. I'm burning. <laughs> Remember when we went to the live sex shop in New Hope when we did a live remote and we uh, and there was like their their number oh, yes, one seller was like to... the egg, the vibrating no, egg. It's, no, no, it's the, um, oh God, wait a minute. I know what it is. Uh, it's the rabbit. Yeah, it's the rabbit. Oh, the rabbit. The rabbit. No, it's I was involved pearls. with the girl with the edible panties. Yeah. <laughs> I've never tried edible They come panties. in strawberry, chocolate, and mint. That's gross. I just have, no. Well, it depends, you know, if you don't shower. Oh, you guys, we're going to do a quick commercial real quick. Here's the quick commercial. Quick commercial. Because uh, I just saw it in the chat room. But Friday, you guys, 5 p.m. Eastern time, if you go to W4CY.com for the Ginger Irish Ginger Show or Ginger Irish Show, I get them confused. Dave Hughes from Stars Now is a guest on the show. I was on the show last week. It was fun. And uh, so Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK is going to be on the show. Woo! So check it out on W4CY Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Cool. We'll have to watch that. And Chad, Chad, look, I just finished drinking this whole glass of ice tea, of, of the tea, sugar-free green tea. Oh, good. Sugar, See, sugar, was it sweet? No sweet. Oh, yeah. It's got Splenda in it, which is rotten and Well, what am I going to do? There's such thing as ice honey. tea Honey, can you have honey? Because honey is a really great, um, oh, right. oh, it look, little, little by little, little by little. Something meanwhile, natural. Meanwhile, our camera girl has a very interesting chest she's quite chesty and all <gasps> oh, she's doing go, and there's all <laughs> she's on, doing girlfriend. Wait, when she bends forward to the camera she's got quite a lot of decolletage she's got very big boobies she's like, like a wait, wait hang on dude she's got decolletage <laughs> i want to relax you now stop pulling your sweater over your boobs let them hang out first of all we're gay so we're not really like interested in like <laughs> touching <laughs> them or anything <laughs> just, just, i only wish i had boobs that big I'm only, like, a wait, let those sisters get some air <laughs> if you let if you air those sisters out girl wow look at that there we go <laughs> Talk Go Carrie and She's got to be like a double F. What are you, like an FG? <laughs> H. An H. I knew somewhere down the F -G -H. alphabet. H. That's like halfway they, through the they, alphabet. Do they come in like, H's? Yeah. Well, apparently, look at those things. Oh, my God. Like what? 99H? <laughs> 42 double H. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you stand up straight without toppling forward? Do they hurt? They must hurt. Yeah. Oh, See, it hurts. Thing. Your back hurts. Everything. Oh. When you roll over, it's like, oh, my After God. After you get married, it's like have them reduced. <laughs> but not until you get married. Don't, yeah, that's first, a, that, that's your calling card. Exactly. That's your calling card. Because after a baby, those are going to be like oh my god, watermelon. Well, like your mother, Deirdre's Where's mom was very large chested. Call us. And yeah, when she had our uh, first child, which was Leslie, she was a forty-two double D on a size six body. And I remember we were at a restaurant one night, Jen, on a white yeah. satin blouse. So beautiful over there. I and suddenly I looked and I said, Joanne, look, you're you're, you're soaking wet. The milk was coming out. Oh, she was lactating. Oh, my gosh. They couldn't stop the milk. It ruined that satin blouse. <clears throat> Bummer. And she was upset. I said, don't. Don't be upset. It's natural. Yeah. You sit there, and milk comes out of your boobs and go over the table. 
The waitress had to come over and mop up the table. Lady, don't nowadays, you, don't you have so, to shut those fountains no, off? No, nowadays it's so it's so understandable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be it's you know almost I don't want to say acceptable, but you could absolutely. But you, you know, know what I wouldn't be like. You know what I used to cover that. You know what I used to do with your mother's brazier? I used to put on as a yarmulke. I know, and it fit my whole head. The whole cup <laughs> fit my head. Poor <laughs> poor lady. Oh, she didn't give me any of those. No, but Leslie got them. Yeah, I know she did. Leslie's she got, got the D's and I got the C's. That's all right. Small C. Get married, whatever. you'll get bigger. You know, they play a little bit and they sort of get bigger. <laughs> really? Is that how that works? That's been yeah. so long I wouldn't know. Well, if you don't play with I them, they remember. stay small. Oh, great. Wait. <laughs> no, not you play with them. <laughs> you got to have a husband. Damn it. A husband plays with them. Get a husband. H-U-S-B-A-N-D. Plea again. Plea husband. again. If you want to come play with my breasts, call me. <laughs> oh, my God. This show is so raunchy. Perverted. I'm raunchy. Like we are that. raunchy. That makes it David, fun. where are you? Valada, call in. You're supposed to be calling in. Okay, we have oh we have a long way to go. We have uh, thirty minutes. Well, that's because our well, guest, that's is, our be guest is supposed to be calling. I'm working on us, so talk about something for where, one second. Where is uh, my ass is killing me on this chair? Yeah, these chairs are not comfy. They we suck. need better cushioning. Yeah, we need to get little like cushions. And now that I've hurts. lost twenty one pounds, I've lost half of my ass. Uh, whatever you have, I want to. I I have the I have the slow thyroid. You I have, have the over, fast one. Yeah, that sucks. I'm trying to lose twenty pounds, and this one's trying to gain it. Here, I'll give you my twenty. I'll take oh, I it. Hear something. I don't like it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I hear something. I don't want to see Dave. I haven't seen Dave. Hey, guys. What's up? What's going on? Hey. Dave, did you hey, call this video so great Skype? To hear from you guys. So great to be in the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. Dave, are you video Skyping? I want to see you. You're supposed to video Skype. You. Did you hit video? video? Um, I can see you. You can't see me? Oh, no. Dave. Chad, can you see him? No, sir. <gasps> oh, hang wait, wait, on. Here it goes. Here it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. That was a tease. That was an attempt. See me? Wait, wait, almost. We're working on. on it, Dave. Everybody, this so is live. I haven't live. seen you in, in forever. On... I know, it's been a few years. You haven't seen me in forever. Although I'll see you this January when I come out to L.A. It looks like it's like work. Ah, there, there we go. go. Yay! Hey, hey, hey. hey, guys. everybody, this how is David. Thank you for inviting how me to the show. I really appreciate you having me as a guest. Hey, Absolutely. Dave, how do we pronounce your last name? Velada. Velada. All right, everybody. This is David Velada on the Jimmy Star Show. Hello and welcome. Yay. Before we get started. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate that. Let me uh, introduce you first off to our outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, babe. Hey, Ron. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to upset you or make you nervous, but 18 million people are watching you right now. (laughs) (laughs) um, First of all, nothing makes me nervous and I don't want to upset you either. Good, um, good, good. Freaking glad. I mean, let's make it 32 million people. Yeah. There you go. I like that. That's a good well, response. With, with guests like you, we can help do that. There you go. My friend is fearless. And David, you need no introduction. We know each other. We're yeah, friends. so we got, we got Deidre Serego, our <laughs> Hollywood vixen. Nice to meet you. <laughs> hey, Deidre, nice to meet you. Uh, you look really familiar. Wow. Then we, then we got the man behind the boards who answers the phone, Mr. Chad Murphy. David Villada, welcome yeah. to the show, sir. Welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So I'm, Jimmy, I'm Jimmy Starr, and we have a chat room full of people. Give a hello to the chat room. What's up, guys? Everybody in the chat room, hello. Yeah, yeah. I like that. God, he's like you. Yeah, he's like me. Perfect. <laughs> yes. You're fabulous. Could you imagine the Thank two of them you. together? David, David has a nice big personality. Whoa. I love That's it. That's why he and I got along. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, so everybody, David Villada, he is an actor. He, in the past year, he's shot seven feature films. They're going to be coming out in 2015. He's also friends with Deirdre. Yes, he and, is. And uh, so I'm going to let her start things off and talk a little bit. 
Hi. Oh my God, it's been so long since our days back in. Do we even say when? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> what the hell? A few years ago, back in the day. Let's say back in the day. I already see uses that. You know, so back, right. in the day, back in the day of our saddle ranch days. No, but our life was different. I mean, we yes. were just we we used to just have jobs to pay our bills. So what we did didn't count as what we were. Exactly. But that's how we got together. We used to bartend and serve tables together and, yes. and, and made a bunch of friends like that, actually. <laughs> yes, we did. Back at Saddle Ranch. Way back when. I, I like it because I was looking on your resume of the different movies you've done. And uh, one movie, I guess you played a bartender in it, but it's called Dark Hearts. Uh, and Oh, yeah. That, that was like six years ago. Yeah, uh, the guy who's the lead in that, Kyle Schmidt's a good friend of mine. And so... Uh, uh, I used Wait. to dress him for a lot of appearances and stuff. I always like it when I go and look at credits and then like I've either worked with or know or we've had him on the show, people on the show who are in like all the different credits. So so it's Maybe. a good it's a fun credit to have and now you got all these new movies coming out, um, which is a lot of them. And you also one thing that I think is really cool, which Ron doesn't like tattoos, but I like tattoos, and in your picture you got two sleeves. Yeah. You have two tattooed I do. sleeves. And uh, I do. I got, I'm I'm fully sleeved. It's yeah, it's one I, I love it. Uh, I, I no, thought about doing it, and then I grew into really getting it done, and then uh, all these people would be telling me, don't do it, yes, do it, it'll be good for your career, it'll be bad for your career, but you know what, this is me, and it's gotten me a lot of work, actually, a lot of exposure. I don't it's have any problem with tattoos. The ta problem I have with tattoos is, when you're 80 years old, they're going to be all mushy, they're going to look like varicose veins or black and blues. <laughs> So then you're going to have to go and have them removed, and that's a fortune of money. Oh, no way. There's too many to yeah, remove. Tell me about then, it. So what do you Forever. At 80 years old, when you go down to the beach in L.A., Malibu, and you're wearing your thong, <laughs> and all of wow. your tattoos one. are, are hanging. Right. one. Exactly. <laughs> your, your yellow Colombian <laughs> banana hammock. <laughs> that's right. We call, we call that one the fisherman. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. <laughs> so, like, actually, though, because, like, I know, like, I'm friends with Danny Trejo. He's got a lot of tattoos. Um, and, and they were in a movie together. Right. Uh, oh, and you were in a movie together. So, like, with the Danny tattoo Trejo. thing for oh, you yeah. to play, I've like, the. Been, I've been, well, I've been, I work with, I work in films and productions that Danny's been part of, but I have not met him in person just yet. Oh, I thought you guys had worked together. Oh, I oh. wish. Well, he's got ta I mean, there's a lot of actors, though, who have tattoos, who, who have, get all kinds of roles, and a lot of times then you play like, like a lot of times you probably play like the thug role or like the mean guy role. Pretty much. I, I, I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty, well, I guess it, I'm pretty, I attract the bad guy a lot. And I don't even know why, because I'm a really good guy. Yeah. <laughs> I know because really nice. the, the no. accent, the hair, or the tattoos, or whatever it is, they always place you. Oh, he must, he's gonna steal something. He, you don't want him to date your daughter. Oh, he's gonna, he's about to do something really bad. And um, well, thanks to that, I've gotten the roles again, but uh, but it's nothing like me actually. Much I love really it. Good boy. Look at, look at all the really movies. Good boy. 20, you know what 20. that means? Really good boy. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good boy. <laughs> Go ahead, Ron. 20 years ago or 30 years ago, whenever they portrayed a Hispanic person, they were either giving neckties to people, you know, cutting their Columbia throats. neckties. <laughs> or, they, or they were smuggling drugs over the border or they were raping women. So it's what Hollywood did to the Hispanic people. Now, 
being a New Yorker from Brooklyn, I grew up with Puerto Ricans. I don't know right. what the hell they're talking about when they do this Hispanic bullshit. I right. mean, the people I know were wonderful. Families, decent, went to college, became teachers. I mean, lovely people. So we've got to get rid of that image of the tattooed Hispanic is a drug dealer, a murderer, a raper, and a piece of nothing. It's, it's, kind, it's kind of confusing. I mean, see, for where I come from or the people that know me since I was little, I'm a hybrid because I, I have a little bit of a trend with the crossover on the American roots and the Colombian roots, but I'm also a mix of a rocker, but I also have the so I got, you know, the whole Latinx mixed up. But uh, the, the way, if I wanted to call it something, I just call it flavor. There you go. You got to keep it sexy, you know what I mean? Well, we are teaching Hollywood that gay people are not all effeminate, silly queens with high heels and the same thing goes for hispanic people black people i think we've done a pretty good job breaking with. the typecasting because, breaking the well, black right. people yeah. black people now have fabulous parts in movies leading parts and we love and adore every one of them because they're brilliant actors so i think we the actor has to tell the film could i play it a little more respectable that's what I would Unless do. you're getting hired as a gangster. Well, well Rita, Rita Moreno Rita Moreno has agreed with me on this conversation. A group of us about seven years ago were talking about it. And Rita Moreno is a, is a Puerto Rican. And she said for the longest time, boy, she had a job with, with roles. And what a brilliant actress yeah. and dancer. I think, though, too, it is a typecast in life in general. I don't know if you guys ever watched, like, Nip Tuck. But um, in the first season of Nip Tuck, there's a, a Spanish guy who's like plays the thug and he's all tattooed up and he's been in a million movies and I'm sure he gets all his roles because he can play this thug. And I actually, you know, he's so believable as a thug in his movies like you probably are too. And then I met him in real life walking down the street and I said hello to him and he was like the nicest guy ever. And you were like, oh my God, you know, like you have your tattooed covered. I mean, he's got him on his head and he's got him like everywhere, you know, and, and, and I was like super freaking out. And then I also... Um, I'm friends with a guy named The Enigma. He did a bunch of stuff for the X-Files, and his whole body is a puzzle. puzzle. Yeah, the blue puzzle. His whole wow. body is a puzzle. Yeah. I mean, his head and his eyes, and he has, like, these, these like, uh, what do you call those things the, in your head? The little horns. Oh, yeah, he's, like, horns put underneath his yeah, skin this, and his this head. Guy, this guy's a little off. No, he's, but he's the nicest guy of ever. He's, he's just nice. different and unusual looking. Yeah, and and I think that, you know, society's typecast. Society typecast and t television typecast everybody. And then when you, like, when people meet you in real life, you know, like, I'm sure if I saw you in a movie and I didn't have you on the show now and you played some badass guy beating people up or threatening people or whatever, you're, I mean, because, like, I know, uh, like, we have a movie. I don't know what you play. We're going to talk about some of these movies uh, okay. coming up. But, like, like if I saw you in the movie with all the tattoos and everything, well, I would probably like it, but but because uh, that doesn't freak me yeah, out. But well, in, back in the day, though, 10 years ago, if I didn't already know a ton of people filled with tattoos and I saw you, I would probably think, oh, my God, I saw the guy in this movie and, like, he's a mean mother. I'm not going to, like, say a word. And then I would say hello to you and you'd be like, hey, what's up? And then you'd realize he's <laughs> yeah. a nice person. <laughs> yeah, that 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 does happen. That does happen all the time. I mean, when it comes to when it comes to making film, a character is just what the person grasps from it and what they can add to it. So it really it really doesn't end up being you at all. I I I can tell you that ninety percent of the characters that I played have a little bit in common with me because of course I'm the one playing them, so they originate. The source is my mm -hmm. heart and my yeah. soul, but. But it's what I will be like if I were a thug or what I will be like if I were a killer, which yeah. I'm not. But I can guess, and you can guess, what would you be like if you were a killer? 
if you were a serial killer, if you were a drug dealer. Uh, I don't have, have to guess. It's, 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 called, it's called acting. Yeah. It's called acting. Absolutely. Yeah. If you can't portray the character written for you, then get the hell out of the film. But yeah, I mean, but I, I, know, but I do. I do believe that typecasting does play a very important role in in anybody's career because, thanks to typecasting, and everybody thinks of it as a, as a bad thing. Thanks to typecasting, you're never gonna find me uh, in a Burger King commercial. Just grabbing the burger, say, "Hey, John, how's it going?" <laughs> no, but I see that. You know what, what I mean? Uh, the, the, everybody. Cool. Kind of let the chips fall where they may, and you end no. up being in the place where you belong to and you're best at. You can always fight it. I could always clean up, shave, fix my hair, and, and uh, perhaps I could talk like this. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you end up playing, you, you could fake to play somebody that you're not, and you could actually be successful at it, but what you're best at is, is what you're you should be doing was you should be okay. totally but working hard. The thing I was originally going for is Hollywood. In so much of as an actor, and I've made movies too, I don't like sometimes what Hollywood offers you. We take it because we're desperate to be famous and to work. So we'll we'll kind of lower our standards. But I'll tell you one thing: if tomorrow they offered me a role to play a way out screaming effeminate fag, I would turn it down. Because I don't want to enforce this image anymore. I'm not a screaming fag, nor was Rock Hudson, nor was a ton of other movie stars. But when it comes to gay, they always have the effeminate, fruity guy looking to blow somebody in the bathroom. I think that's horrific. Hollywood has got to show both parts. <clears throat> show the, the drag queen nut job, but also show the handsome gay man who dresses Ralph Lauren and lives a normal life. Same thing I say for you. The Hispanic man, I would love to see you play a family man with children in a house suffering yes. the, the, the things that we all suffer from. You lost your job. I would love to play And I, I, I think that is just part of the spirit of, of, of the world, how we are growing global. So yeah. now we don't think like my country or my region or my job or my mentality or my religion. We more think like us, all of us that we're stuck in this bubble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and just like that, we're helping the world evolve in understanding and, mm -hmm. and, and education by realizing that judgment of character is just that. It's what you guess about our individual based on what you know. Wow, you speak very well. I love it. No, I agree with what you're saying, but I also go back to Hollywood has got to wake up. Well, that's and not going to happen. So, well, you, know you know why? Because it's money and it's greed. <laughs> yeah, it's just And not they want to blow up so. people and they want to make, they'll make you an Arab. They'll put you in an Arab outfit killing children in a school just right. so the film will sell. Now, that makes a bad image for you. This is my point. Stop getting certain I don't think ethnic. that'll happen though. Yes yeah. it will. If we all come, if we all say no, it happens. If every actor out well, there Well they're not gonna, but then every actor wants not to work. Do that. They yeah. want to work. I know that, but take take okay. another piece. You know, I mean read, read another script. Anyway. I, no, no, but I I do agree that uh like I don't I I turn down roles that I don't feel I like or I'm okay with the story or I don't like what the character will do. Good. I play I play a rapist in a in a film, but I loved what the character did. Although I'm not a raper, a right. rapist. But if I but if I if I had to play a role, or if I was confronted by a role that that plays something I was totally wrong about, that I would never recognize myself doing, even if I was under those circumstances, I turn it down. I have. It's just that's cool. Yeah, yeah I'd rather I you know I've learned I'd rather not do bad work. 
I'd rather not do any work than bad work. I don't want a film to go out that I feel, gee, I shouldn't have done that. I don't like what I did. I, right. I, don't, li I don't live well with that. So let's, let's go. Let's talk about some of the stuff that Dave has sure, done. Sure. He's been in a Lady Gaga video. He's got Six Ways to Sundown. That, yeah, tell us. I want to hear about Six Ways to Sundown because it's got worked, a great cast. And he just worked with okay. Selma Hayek when she well, was directing. I love so, Selma yeah. Hayek. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I worked. I worked in like 25 music videos with, with uh, incredible directors, performers, dancers. When it comes to music, I think participating in a music video, it, it limits you to exposing what you have because you're only helping somebody else's vision. Yeah. And, and, and you don't rarely have some lines. I've done like probably four music videos where I got to say something, but it, all you said is a very short line. But when it comes to film, uh, Six Ways to Sundown, that, that film really changed my life because I got to work with, with an incredible cast. I have Vivica Fox, Dominique Swain. I have Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones plays my opposite. Like, he's out after me and, I, and I'm after him. I can't spoil much of, it, of the film because it hasn't been released yet. But uh, I work with Michael Walton. I work with uh, Nadine Samoa. And, oh, my God, that... I never had worked with so many people that had such an inc incredible career and I had such a little, I, and I'm trying to, you know, like all these guys were superstars making films left and right, 20, 40, 50, 60, 100 films, some of them. So that was a great experience. I, I walk into the audition, no, and I walk into, onto, onto the set and uh, after the audition, the film was, was about a cartel. So everybody that got the cartel uh, vibe for the audition was dressed like a homie. Right. Like a, like a, cartel, <laughs> like a homie. Like a cartel under, on, under person, you know? And I'm Colombian. So when you told me cartel, I just dressed the part and I showed up to the audition with a suit and a tie and my hair slicked and all. And <laughs> I, I walked. Are you, are you guys there? Can you hear me? Hang yeah, on. What, no, yeah, wait, hang on. What happened? Video, Something happened wait, with wait, the video. Now the video is coming back. back. Okay. Uh, I got you. Oh, there we go. There you go. Now so we can see I, walk, I walked on, on to set after I already booked the role, but it was a small role. And when he saw me look, he, he saw the way I showed up. He, he's like, come here. He showed me a couple of, the, a couple of uh, parts of the script. He asked me to read them, and he's like, you're a Camacho now. Oh, and wow. that's how it happened. Nice. <laughs> but after that part, I... I was able to develop relationships with a lot of people that are in the industry. Yeah. And it led me to, to find, to be able to plant other seeds. And I'm very happy about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like How was Dominic's way? Wait, oh. I, I have a question for him. What, what, what is the name of the restaurant you worked in? We used to work at Saddle Ranch. Yeah. When, were you in Saddle Ranch the night that they threw a knife and Deirdre almost got killed in the leg? <laughs> I don't know if you were working that I, night. No, I <laughs> doubt I was. A <laughs> couple of people had a fight. One guy threw a knife, and the knife just missed her calf by an inch, and it stuck in the seat. Wow. Yeah, that, that was... That saddle uh, ranch I, sounded wild to me. I did get into a lot of bar fights when I worked there. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the time Nick kicked the gun out of the guy's hand on the dance floor? Are you I don't serious? Uh, this yeah. is, this yeah. is in L.A.? Yeah, this was in L.A., Universal where? City. Me? Oh, God, we all used to work there. Where, I started right the, after Kevin Scotty was there. I knew Kevin Scotty. He and I went to college together. Yeah, we're still um, friends. 
Yeah, I know. I love Kev. Um, it, it was in Universal City and Universal Studios. Well, that's a pretty nice neighborhood. Nobody's yeah, shooting guns there. Daytime it is, but not at night. But anyway. Mm. I um, want to go back real quick. How was Dominique too. Swain? Yeah. Did you get to actually she nice? meet her? Because I've always wanted I like yeah, her a lot. I, I actually, I, work, I worked with her in uh, three films after that. I, I worked in the film The Sixth Friend when we played Opposites. And then I worked with her in a DC Comics release uh, where she played... A super villain. I forgot the name right now, but uh, I play Black Adam, and I work with her too. And she also is cast for the film Swaggy. It's a film noir period period piece where uh, I'm also one of the producers in this film. It's not yet uh, in production, but it's in pre-production. And Dominique Swain is one of them. And also, um, uh, the Six Friend Lost in Darkness. Uh, the Demon in the Dark and Six Ways to Sundown. All of those I work with Dominique Swain. That's really cool. Any love scenes with her? Yeah. Ah, no, you get to kiss her? No, 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 no love no scenes. Love scenes? Uh, <laughs> I was going to oh, ask no, you about no. that. So what's it like to kiss <laughs> Dominique Swain? She's oh my God. <laughs> no, let me tell you, Dominique Swain has so many fans. When we met uh, and we started working together, I will put a couple of pictures of me and her on set or whatever. Because yeah. it's to me, this is a souvenir. Yeah. So I'm just proud and happy about it. Oh my God, people are just hating. Who is this guy? Who is that girl? <laughs> What's going on? So after that, we realized that I'm pissed people off and we like doing it. So we started doing every time we worked on set, we put a picture of us together <laughs> and it became a legend. This and tweet it and, and face. Yeah, because I saw all yeah. that on, on your Facebook. I'm like, oh, Dave's working. Uh, I was so like proud. Chris. I'm like, wow, my like, Dave's yeah, like yeah. got so much work going on. So how come you and Dave never hooked up? Oh, we, no, no, we never did. To go on the record, David and I are just strictly friends. We never dated. Um, because he was dating somebody at the time when we worked together. And I mean, I don't know. It, I was kind of like having that torrid affair with Brock, the another bartender of ours. We had. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Brock? Oh, look, he's like Brock. Ah! You know, Dave, I got to tell we you. We don't talk about Brock. Um, that went on even after he moved to Florida with, the, with or no, uh, to New York with the girlfriend, like, he just recently got married to her. She actually stayed with him. But yeah, but we continue that affair. <laughs> wow. Though anyway, yeah, but <laughs> that was funny. But, um... What did I raise? <laughs> I really Whoops. made a, I made a few turns that were wrong turns <laughs> raising me, Deirdre. You know, no, Deirdre's, it was just stupid. Deirdre's, stupid Deirdre's my daughter. You know, Deirdre's my daughter. You know I don't that. know if you know that he's my dad. Deirdre, but, yeah. when I met her, she was a little puppy. And now she's like a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a cougar. <laughs> oh, but did a you, cougar. <laughs> I know, because we're old now, Dave. Great. <laughs> did you, did you know? There's no wind in this equation. You're on your own, girl. I'm 30. What are you 25. talking about? You're, oh, good. I'm no, 30. I'm I'm Dave. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you know Deirdre's yes. my daughter? Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> no, she really is. She really is. I'm not we kidding. We need to talk. He thinks we're kidding. No, he really no, he is knows. my father. <laughs> I'm a dad, and I get I freak out from some of the things yeah. I hear. That's okay. It's fun. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it was so it was so many no. years ago. Yeah, I was a um, stupid twenty-something kid. What did I know? You know, whatever. You live oh, remember when we met? You were a stupid kid, and I was a stupid kid too. That's right. We were a stupid kid but making stupid decisions together, and look, and look at how we grew up eight years later. 
Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. You know what gets me is the haters. Mm-hmm. The people that just always couldn't spend any time with their own life and had to stop and look at our life and hate and hate and hate. And then five years go by, then years go by, 20 years go by, and they're still in the same corner at the yep. same bar. Yeah. Hating, hating. Same people hating for no reason. Oh, Absolutely. My God. I agree it's with pathetic. That. Oh, but look don't... at us now. <laughs> I love that. Yep, exactly. It's like yeah, that's the, De- De- that's the, De- that's De- the middle De- finger. Deirdre did two films in New Orleans just a little while ago. Not really. I did, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> we're not She's talking. so modest. I no, hate it's not my time. It's Dave's time. I know, but you yeah. should. So, talk, we have conversations here. We don't do interviews. They're conversations. But um, so uh, you, so you got to work with Selma. I love her. What I was with Selma Hayek. Um, is she nice? It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. I, I went to, um, okay, first I booked a music, music video. And I, I was up for the lead, and I didn't get the lead. So I was like, all right, fine. So I go shoot a music video, but I don't know anything about it. When uh, they greeted us, and it was like six of us sitting in the room, and then they told us, okay, the director is going to come talk to you guys. And I'm like, cool, another day at work. Well, the director walks in. And it's Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek was directing <laughs> a video uh, where where um, uh, Will Smith, uh, what's the name? Uh, Jada Jade- Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith was performing in Spanish, produced by Will Smith, and Salma Hayek was the director. Okay, that's a great little combo. Lucky combo. Hell, yeah, I thought I did. <laughs> I thought I was just gonna sit on set until they told me to do what I do, and then I go home. But no, it was, and they were. She was so amazingly humble and inviting. She was like, "What are you doing? Come here. See over here. Oh, look at this. Look at that. You like it? Very nice." She was so into it and so genuine and so humble. Uh, people, every time I feel, every time I encounter somebody way more successful than me that is doing what I want, and they approach me way more humble than I would approach anybody, it makes me feel so inspired and driven. It makes me Absolutely. Feel so- oh, that's, that's an old Hollywood saying. The bigger they are, the nicer they are. It's the little crap coming up in the world that really are nasty, and they're the mean people. But the, Right. I mean, it's I've, like Smith. Like, there's this lifestyle that we're all here just partying and having a great time. It's like, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. let me tell you, these are the hardest working people I've met in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Just like teachers, we go to work and then we take the work home. We're mm-hmm. always working. 24-7, always. my office is always open. Always. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No? And so when can offices. I call you? I'm like, call me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, well, meanwhile, speaking of, of offices, you guys started up your own production company, Valero Productions. Yes. Yes. Ooh, we- uh, well, a couple of years ago... Um, I, I didn't have the team that I have right now or the manager that I have right now, but I was pretty frustrated because I wasn't getting the, the results that I wanted. So I thought, well, if they're not going to cast me in their productions, I'm going to create my own. Yeah. And, and I told that to a friend and I told it to another friend and it led to all of us getting together and finding an executive producer and enough money for us to produce a pilot. We produce it, show it to a couple other people, and then they wanted us to do their production. So we kind of fell into that <laughs> and after I did it for a couple of years I, I honestly can tell you that I would love to produce my own stuff for my own satisfaction 
Yeah, but I, absolutely. I don't, I don't want to be a producer. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work. It's too much work to do. <laughs> not what I if you if production is your thing, be a producer. They will. Yeah, you will be so happy. But uh, my thing is acting. I like I like creating the story. If if it's me who create, come up with the idea, if it's me who wrote it, I will find producers to produce it for me. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I love like. acting also. Jimmy is in the production end, and Jimmy drags me into, you know, we're at Russell Star Productions, and we're another company where we make films. I hate that part of the business. I don't want any of the tech stuff. Give me my script. I want to read my script. Then I'm in my heaven. Yeah, I, I'm, I, not, I, I, I'm not interested in the business. Just acting. A acting is just, it's, it's like being a, a Justin Timberlake, and you go around the world, but you get up on the stage, you do your concert, and then you're out. Well, right. The rest of the people that put it together and stay up and put it apart, that's a different gig that it's just it didn't work out for me the way I thought it would. Doesn't interest me either. Okay, so here's what we got to do. First, David's on Twitter, everybody. If you can follow him, it's at David Vallada, V-I-L-L-A-D-A on Twitter. Thank um, you, guys. I appreciate you following are you me. On, are you on Facebook? Are you on Facebook for people yes, to find Yes, I you? am. David Vallada. David Vallada at Facebook and Twitter. You guys can add him. We want to, um, first of all, say congratulations on all your great work and all the movies coming out. We want to thank you for coming on the show. we got to like cut it off because we're out of time. All right. Well, thank you guys for having me on the show. I really appreciate you. I love you guys. I hope to come back to the show to, uh, pretty soon. Absolutely. And, 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 we'll and see I'll see you in January when I'm in and, life. And Jimmy and, and I, I will see you when thank, we come out. I want to thank all your audience and everybody that listens to your show because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. I really That's appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you so much. Bye, honey. I'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Nice guy. Very nice. <laughs> All right, everybody. Nice. So, like, he's a really cool guy. Everybody in the chat room loved him. Again, follow at David Vallada. Follow us. Uh, I'm at Dr. Jimmy Starr and at Jimmy Starr Show. Ron is at Ron Russell Show. I am at Deirdre Serego. I'm also Facebook, just Deirdre Serego. Follow LGBTQ TV at LGBTQ TV. And um, also follow One Magical Weekend. It's the number one magical weekend. And you can go to onemagicalweekend.com to find out more about gay days in Disney. And next week, week we've got Xander Berkeley he's like the star of um, what's the Salem, Salem the TV show Love Salem and a, show. a million it's other awesome. movies that he's been on in we FX. also have Sadie Katz coming on and she's the star of Wrong Turn 6, Six. getting ready to come out love it love it love it and um, Chad, how are we doing for time? We out of time? Let's roll. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye, chat room, everybody. everybody thank you Bye, so much. Room. Have a great Bye, weekend. Bye. Take you out to Jimmy Stars, he'll dress you up.